I enjoy myself significantly less at the beach if I'm stoned. I'm just it makes the the sunlight and the heat is just a lot more uncomfortable. I think that that's something I'm discovering starting to go outside for the first time in several years. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I've got a copy of the Zamish clan book right here in my hands. The oh, name... I thought you did not have it. Well, I did not. The name Peter Quinn is written in oh. ink on the interior of the cover. I picked it up today at his house. Oh, geez. What um, a wonderful man. What yeah. a wonderful man. Hi, welcome back to Maybe We'll Talk podcast where I talk to people on the phone. It occurs to me, and I better make a note, I better set my microphone settings back to whatever they were. Although I'm not sure, really, maybe I just need to put this mic somewhere about five feet away from me and just have no filters on it. Because all my filters are trying to control how well it picks up absolutely everything, which really is, that's a good place to start microphone that picks up absolutely everything anyway yeah i said it i have the filters off because i was recording some rainy time forest noises but i better remember to set microphone in the morning um anyway here we are doing a a podcast instead of whatever the hell i'm thinking about um Today we are going to talk to my friend Saint about Vampire the Masquerade. We have covered about 10 of the original clan books from the 90s, the first edition clan books, which went with the second edition of game. We've been over it. Uh, Today we're talking about Zemish, and we're going to return to what was an early tradition of this podcast. Before I realized, you know, whatever, we're talking about vampire shit. I suppose I could say, content warning, we're talking about vampire shit. But to a certain extent, you see what's you, you see the title on the tin, and you know what you're going to get. Anyway, today, I would like to make a content warning. These are maybe, these are some of the worst vampires. Out of the 13 clans we're going to discuss, man, and this is the 10th, do we have three more? After this, we have Lissambra, and then Giovanni. And Ravnos. Um, so, the Zemish are bad. These are maybe the worst guys of the 13. So, today we're going to be talking about very evil vampires. Here's your content warning. We're going to be talking about torturing and doing very awful and strange things to people. Keeping people alive while using them as decorations in your home. We're going to talk about sacrificing 100 children to Dracula. We're going to talk about nasty things today. Vampires killing people and each other in awful ways and doing even stranger things to one another and turning into monsters, walls of flesh, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so there's there's your content warning. And I, and it, does, it even eventually it leads to me making a comment about how we should not have had these books when we were teenagers. It's probably fine. We talked about it a little bit. It probably It's probably fine. And really, in in that conversation that we have towards the end of this, I, this I do not mention um, like Ludens or Death Stranding at all. 
TTRPGs in general, I think just by their very nature, are strand games. Maybe I'll touch more on that. I do really. I want to do. I want to cover. I want to do some solo episodes because I feel like I have a lot to say about the Dark Tower. Maybe even in comparison with uh, Wheel of Time, but uh, I I think I think I got to do a solo review of Death Stranding and talk about stranding in general and Ludens. I don't. I could. Yeah, I could say more, and I really, actually, specifically about Ludens, I would like to maybe I should read up on that a little more before talking about it. Uh, but you know, it's it has to do with the idea that play is really crucial to the human experience, and you know, sometimes that that play, that very crucial play, can be pretending to be a vampire and talking about slitting people's throats. So, yeah, maybe I'm just justifying some of the more violent tendencies of my friend group, but man, everyone engages in violent play. Maybe not as violent as what we're talking about today, so that's why I felt like I should have a content warning, and uh, without further ado, here is Saint, and uh, we're talking about Clan Book Zemisi. one of the first role-playing games I ever played. Dungeons & Dragons, of course, was the first one. Yeah. Like, I think for almost everybody I know. Uh, I except, for, except for a few crazy people I know who I met in college who started with Vampire. Sure. Um, but um, Shadowrun was the second. and um, Which makes perfect sense, really, because Shadowrun is just D&D except set in, like, a cyberpunk Cyber, magic future. Yeah. Um, Which I think is instead, very cool. Instead of going into dungeons, you you you, you break into corporate arcologies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, arcologies, not even high-rises. Yeah. Um, the, the, the original, kind of, very much in, in, in its own way, just like Vampire, um, Shadowrun was um very much a product of its time mm-hmm. you know the, the the late 80 late 80s early 90s uh was one of the first few editions i think were coming out and the a lot of the source books and um novels and stuff i read a lot of the novels um back in the day for Shadowrun. oh uh, yeah they had some really good ones at least I remember them being really good when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Oh well, so. yeah, right. Of course. Um, uh, but yeah. it's it's a cool setting. I ran a Shadowrun game recently, actually, just before the pandemic. Oh. With a group of friends, um, it, it, I like I had a very specific arc in mind. So I ran like twelve or thirteen sessions or something like that. And oh, like, nice! A nice little tight one is cool. Yeah, I mean, it still took about a year because we could only meet like once a month, but uh, we would have, it, you know, is we, we would have like these nice like five or six hour chunk of, of gaming time meeting in person once a month. And then um, it's different now, man. All my gaming, not all of my gaming, very, uh, almost all of my gaming is done over like Zoom or whatever. Um, and 
uh, very often in like little three hour chunks instead. Um, whereas, yeah, you know, I, I, I remember lots of much more epic length kind of sessions um, in the past when I've played games where you you play for like six hours or something like that, or you'd ha- you'd hang out with people for like six hours or seven hours or whatever whatever some shit. And it would it's it really is just of. I think it's great that we have the capability to do it online, but in in just a thousand ways, it's so different to meet up at someone's house around the table and actually, because I, I, yeah, I mean, I remember being like, oh, fuck, the sun is up. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing this since. Yeah, I haven't done Since the sun used to be up and now it's up again. Shit. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't done that in like a, a long while, obviously. I'm not a college kid anymore. I can't stay up that late. Um, but um, yeah, I did get to hang out with my 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 regular vampire requiem group, um, like uh, like last weekend. Um, and it That's was awesome. really nice. That's it so was, cool. Yeah, it was really cool because I hadn't seen a lot of them. For, I I seen a lot of them, you know. Um, obviously. Um, over zoom but we'd only hung out like once or twice um you know since um since the pandemic um basically we got to hang out only a little bit um right yeah so it was nice we you know nice being able to play a game in person i'm jealous i'm honestly jealous i like i feel like it would be yeah i feel like it would be absolutely impossible if anything it would be something where i would run the game in zoom or you know discord and then Maybe once a year I would get people together. Like, I feel like there's no fucking way I would be able to get a group of people to come here once a week. Yeah, that is basically how my Requiem game works. Like, we haven't met up in it. We hadn't met up for about a year. So, um, and, and yeah, it, it would be nice to do it, but like, half of us are parents, you know? Yeah, well, that's, that's sort of the thing. That's a real big, that's a real big part of it. People got lives, yeah. you know. Even the people who aren't parents, they got lives. They they got stuff going on. Um, so, yeah, gaming is just not as uh, as sort of a, a central hobby as it used to be in I think most people's lives. So it is nice to be able to do like you know, uh, internet sessions. Yeah, it really is. Because, it really is because you, you can you can have them more often, but with like with like a with but like with like a shorter time frame. Yeah, and I like I feel like I feel like 3 hour sessions is kind of nice for a Discord RPG. Yeah. And you know what? I uh a long time ago, um I had a friend run an Exalted game that was a Ooh. super epic game. That was a great game. Cool. And we played we played almost every week on a weeknight. Um and we had to be super disciplined because not everyone basically got to the apartment to start playing at like six thirty or seven, and everyone wow. had to get, and everyone had to get the hell out by like ten thirty eleven. Wow! Because, because we all had to get home and go to bed, and and you know take the subway home. Damn, that's like so I feel got, like that kind of shit happened so on a different planet. We had we had like we we it, it, it helps that everyone kind of lives like in more or less the same kind of part of New York, like, or at least along the same subway lines. So we could get home and like, you know, as long as it wasn't like a big train delay, you could get home and like, 
like 40 minutes or something like 30 40 minutes so it wasn't too bad um but it was like it was definitely like we had to be just like okay we got three hours to play and we're, we're, we do this once a week but like let's let's grab our dinner yep. and let's start playing because we only got three hours um sometimes you know Man. if sometimes you had no choice to you had, you had only two hours because somebody got there late because they couldn't help it because of the subway or they had yeah. to stay at work or something happened and you did yeah so but it was so good we i think we knocked out like we played that game for at least a year and a half to almost two years we knocked out i know i know we knocked out at least 50 sessions because um the storyteller took notes and then later on all of us were were integral also in like taking notes as the game went on and you gave the storyteller all our notes and he wrote them up as like a story yeah that's sort of i feel like that's just kind of naturally already happening with my fifth edition game that I'll I will tell you all about. Uh, yeah. It, man, man, that I'm in love with the dice system. I think yeah, it's so cool. I, I think the I way it operates is so to, cool. To check it out yet, I, I'm glad that there is a dice roll that I can use because I still don't quite grok the. Um, critical successes and and how exactly you get a messy critical compared to a regular critical i know it has to do with 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 the tens that you roll on the hunger dice versus the tens that you roll on the hunger dice yes. and if you get two or more tens then stuff starts multiplying yes um but i'm just glad that there's a dice roller to do all that math for me and just tell me how many successes there are and if it's a critical success or a messy failure do you want me to give you like a simple very simple i mean i know very I know very simple, but it's it's the kind okay. of thing that's like you look I, at the you look at the symbols and you don't necessarily know exactly what they all mean when they're I all have, rolled. I have to stop and think about it. Okay, sure. Yeah. I gotta enough, stop and yeah. think about it. It's okay. not it's not second nature dice system yet. Like like yeah, normally yeah, yeah. when I play a vampire vampire dice game and I roll it out, I don't have to think about what I'm doing. Like it's just I immediately know how to count them. I know what you know what 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 are successes and what are not successes? Which dice I ignore? Which dice I pay attention to? You know, and and like I've done it so many times and so many so many different ways and so many different games that it's the kind of thing where it's like your brain doesn't actually count them anymore. Sure, you just look no, at them yeah, and you're right, just yeah. kind of pro- it just it just yep. does like this subconscious processing that yeah. you know because you know it's you're so used to doing it at that at a certain point. So um, I'm not there yet with I this am. new dice system. It's, it's I'm, changing. I'm there up. with this system. I, I haven't run. I haven't actually run it yet. That's why I said. Oh, I look at your, oh, 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 sorry. I look at, yeah, I look at your Discord and I see all those dice rolls going off, and I, and I was like, oh, this is cool. They're playing the session. This is awesome. I got. We've had uh, some messies. We've had some messy things happen already. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I've, I've, oh God. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Uh, Let's. Uh, okay. I, I, I this wanna... is what's weird about the cover. Unless you want to say something. Well, okay. Let's before we circle back to the cleansing music. I just want to okay. say let's let's try to keep our fifth edition talk all tabled okay okay let's yeah talk, let's talk yeah, about let's right. talk yeah. about climbers and music but i do want to have like a like a dedicated discussion with you a little bit perhaps after my game on monday okay sure um, and yeah and i'm also i have can, not done homework for you as well which i'm gonna have to no that's tomorrow okay or something. i know i'm just saying that let's but I, yeah let's yeah. i'm agreeing with what you're saying all right cool let's table all of that stuff until all right yeah i would so, love to talk to you about it ah right. <laughs> right. so okay the clan book of the zemisi and 
uh, I, I will say this about the name. Okay. I went look, I went looking for for an official pronunciation, okay. and there there is a video of Justin Achille, Justin Achille, the guy know. the guy who was running White Wolf for a long time, okay. and who was responsible for writing a lot of this stuff, and who was responsible for working on a lot of the stuff. Um, and they were like, "How do you pronounce it?" And he's like, "Ishimase," or "Zimase," or "Shamase." Or wow, like he was gave the actual like, answer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 truth is, is this word is is made up is a made up word. It's not a word, a real word in any language. There's no there's no etymology. There's no origin for it. I swear like, to God, every time I see like it, the, I think of like Greek sandwiches. Yeah, the people who who made it just threw threw a bunch of words together. It might have come from like a half remembered or half typed out thing from like the name of like a Greek emperor. Sure. Uh, Byzantine emperor John the first Samikis. Oh, okay. Um, but it's spelled a little differently, and it's um, it means red boot. Okay. Or maybe someone short, someone who is of short stature. But no one knows really what that means either. Yeah. The, uh, well, I mean, you could interpret a bloody boot as having crushed, uh, yeah. you know, the skulls of the enemies who were not impaled. Yeah. yeah so it's entirely possible. Um, Mark Reinhagen saw saw or half remembered that from a history. It is that this this is a cool that name for these okay. guys. Yeah. Um, I have heard it described as like it's close to a word, or it's kind of like a word that means like a goulash, or like like a stew. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I always uh, I think of food. It makes me think of food, which is really odd because these yeah. are some of the grossest guys. It's so gross. Anyway, but yes, the cover. So I don't know what you were going to say about the cover. I looked. The you 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 mentioned that. Like, does something strike you strange about this cover? And I I, I took a long hard look at this cover, and I was like, I don't know. Actually, I, I started to look for something weird or something off. I'm like. Is there like a big penis bullet or something that I'm not seeing? <laughs> like it just looks like a woman, you know, with her arms stretched up above her head. Well, I will tell you what it, it, it looks like it looks like it looks to me like there is a story behind this image, and this is why. It doesn't look like Tim Bradstreet art to me, but the figure in the background does. The figure in the background also looks like I can see the page that it was inked on. And I also feel like I can see another page of another image behind it. And the woman in the forefront looks like a photograph to me. This looks like a rotoscopery. This looks like an early Photoshop job where someone took a photograph and turned the contrast all the way up and slapped it over Bradstreet's ink in, in like a Photoshop. And I feel like there's a story. I don't. I don't know. Um, she does just, not look like a Bradstreet illustration to me. I don't know. It might have to do with the the way that it's that it's inked. Yeah, I, I it could be. It could be. Could be something weird about it. But she doesn't look yeah. like a Bradstreet illustration to me. The woman in the know. background does. Yeah. I don't know. It says Bradstreet. It's his art. Yeah. No. I mean, it does. Yeah. It does. And so I'm just. That's, I don't know. I feel like some editing or something weird happened with this image or like this know. woman it or or maybe the woman in the foreground was cropped out of an image of like a torture chamber you know what i mean and they were like well let's not put the torture chamber there let's just slap her on some other art like there's a story 
don't know. I had I had a funny image of her forearms extending um, off the edge of the uh, <laughs> uh, the edge of the the picture here because you can't see okay. her hands. Yeah, but her forearms keep going for yeah. like you know. Yeah, a long time and intertwined, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, two or three feet, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Inter- yeah, intertwined. The fingers are like long, like tentacles. Yeah, she's really not, and also there's really not any. I mean, they're not. It is kind of their signature move to do flesh crafting, but usually, and even when you usually when you see a picture of like when you see pictures of the thirteen clans, and you see this yeah. is a Mish one, usually has some fucking thing going on with flesh craft. This is just a yes. lady, so I don't know. Yes, I mean I, she I looks know. she looks fiendish. There, she looks like think, she's up to something. I think there is a thing to where um, some Zamisi. I like. I always got the impression that like, like okay. So let's talk about like flesh crafting for a second. Let's talk about the Zamisi sure. and how, why they always they look weird and fucked up and and crazy. The alien so this, monster vampires. Alien monster. So Zamisi. So this is just this discipline that lets you. Um, like change flesh and bone like it's kind of like clay so you can twist living things and undead things like vampires into like weird horrible unnatural shapes you can you know like rip and tear people apart in in horrible ways and it's like magic you know like like i've seen it interpreted different ways like you have to use your fingers you have to like grab and move and, and shape and then but there are descriptions in this book of people just like waving their hands over them or just like touching them and like their whole body shifts and changes you know you, they don't have to you know what i feel know, like i feel like i feel like it just you use it however you want as as like flavor well, in your sure, game sure honest, absolutely right? yeah yeah but i feel like i feel like when this book was being developed someone started going and let's have them also have like a sorcerer class and like the sorcerer class is the one that does it without touching them and someone came down and was like you just did all these other books where the clan has a sorcerer cast and someone does thaumaturgy and uh don't make don't make these guys sorcerers but they did anyway anyway. i mean they are the castlevania guys are sorcerers yeah is dracula known for sorcery really or is it just kind of mostly vampiric powers in um a classic dracula's got some kind of ridiculous thaumaturgy bullshit going on he does oh really the rest of the the, he's he's a renegade i'm easy too oh i i meant like the contempt like not real world but like brom stoker's dracula like oh um yeah i don't remember traditionally is there a traditional association with the uh sort of eastern europe and vampire well, I, mean, I don't think so i think i don't know i think you 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 brought up a point when we were talking about the tremere or or maybe like even before the tremere that there's uh the the archetype of of like the vampire who's like a wielder of dark arts is like oh castlevania game. yeah but that's yeah. yeah and that's castlevania too but not just castlevania i guess i think there's i like i'm trying to think if there's other other things like that there's i guess more like D kind of stuff but I, oh for sure know, oh for sure yeah you know yeah. like like Stra- like strahd yeah strahd i cannot say his name like that i can't just say it normal i have to be it's, like strahd yeah i don't even i i i don't even want it, to say it because i'll have to do that and it'll hurt my voice yeah right now yeah you know <laughs> the, the, the big the big bad of the ravenloft setting yep. in, in D, which was their attempts to be to be goth as fuck um and mostly successful 
they were pretty goth as fuck um, in the Ravenlofts. Oh, yeah. It's called now that whole... Well, you know, they published the new source book for that city, that setting, and it's just called Curse of Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's yeah. th- those are my but, thoughts. I feel yeah, like there's yeah. a story about the cover. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe because yeah, it doesn't particularly scream Zemisi to me. It's just like here's a girl. Yeah, she she um, looks like she could be doing some evil shit she really looks like she could be standing in front of a cavalcade of horrible deformed ghouls you know oh yeah for she sure. really really, sure. really feels like it might have gotten cropped out and um and a couple things about those amicia well like like one of the things that you can do with vicissitude is you can take away points of appearance or you can change yeah. your character. you could also add appearance and yep. and i i remember thinking it like it's kind of broken but it's perfectly within the rules for anyone with the vicissitude of two to automatically also have an appearance of five. Yep, just there you go. We're not even two, isn't it? Just one? Can you do that with vicissitude one? With the yeah, vicissitude one, you can visage, change your visage, whatever. You can visage something. I I forget how it works with one. I I think it was pretty weak. You can only change yourself. Like you can fleshcraft yourself, and maybe it's not even all I, that much. But I like think two, it's maybe only your face. Maybe that's why I thought. Yeah, maybe. You could change your appearance. Something like that, though. It's 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 not totally useless or anything like that. But I still like this is two two is a pretty low bar to immediately like being able to raise one of your attributes to a five. You know. Um, You're, but at yeah. The same, but, at the same <laughs> time, but at the same time, this entire clan book tells you you know spends spends a lot of ink spilled explaining why you should not bother raising your appearance to five because you're an inhuman monster so why should you give a shit yes and, <sighs> and i think that's great why should you bother looking like a perfect mm-hmm. human really we, we, when, and there, and, yeah. when you are not a human when you are more than a human and that's the essence of the Zemisi philosophy no matter what um paths of enlightenment they follow they tend towards paths that um, sort of glorify their monstrousness. Do they have a path of the dragon? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, a lot of them like the path of K, and I know that, but they probably practice of, all of them. A lot of them like death and the soul. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought maybe there would be a Dracula-flavored Path of the Dragon. No, they hate Dracula. Dracula's a renegade to me, see. But he doesn't have bros? No, he doesn't have any bros. Oh, I, I, honestly, that makes sense. Is he old clan? That's a Missy clan. No, he... I... You know, I my feel like mate, Bram Stoker's Dracula was not the Castlevania what? Dracula. You know, that, that's no. kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> no. Bram Stoker's Dracula um, was more old clan yeah. not casting too many spells. Maybe some. Right, right, right. right. Maybe a few. Um, well, you know, it's like the su- it was like the subtle kind of magic where, where like, sure. stuff just kind of happens around him. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have yeah. to, like, wave his fingers and cast a spell. Like, stuff just happens. Like, you know, is it a discipline or is it dark magic? What's the difference, honestly? Yeah, or is it just his dark aura making everything weird, like his latent obtenebration? Yeah. Um, anyway. Um... Where are we at in the turn order? 
of reading these black page this black page this black page is so over the top and you get to read the quotes okay. and i'm going to read the rest of the black page which which spills over the entire two pages and oh yeah all- is this, so is that and- what those okay I didn't yeah. know if this was part of my responsibility. No, no, no. After after the 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 quote, it's it's all me. Instead of a whole face, we have either an eye looking through some kind of peephole with light shining on it, or maybe an eye seen through a mask. The eye might, it may just be in darkness, but it kind of looks a little bit bruised or a little swollen yeah. or weird or sinister to me. And For these sure. guys are swollen and weird and sinister. The quote, and very appropriately, even though they don't like this guy, they are, I mean, that's, these are the kind of guys that if you, if you walked, it just obviously, no matter what, even if they love this, this guy, if you walked up to his admission, you said, oh, you're the Dracula guys, no matter what, these guys would be like, fuck, no. They would immediately. No matter what, even if they loved him. They would immediately rip your ribcage out and twist your intestines into a knot yeah for imagining that they are all the kind of guys that reflect one guy yeah the quote says sorry about all that (laughs) good the quote says welcome to my house enter freely and of your own will welcome to my house come freely go safely and leave something of the happiness you bring. That is from Bram Stoker's Dracula. These guys like invitations. They love them. Hospitality is extremely important. Yeah. And uh, Castle guys. Here, here goes the rest of the black page. All right. He is, he is afraid. He is afraid to die. Don't worry. You will not die. Not for many, many nights. We almost pity you usurper of Cain's legacy, bastard spawn of a progenitor who aped and raped his way to immortality. We know what they whisper in your chantries. Your elders admonish you to commit suicide rather than fall into the clutches of the fiends. In this, if nothing else, your elders speak truth. But think of what comes next as a learning experience. You will learn how a true vampire treats his lessers and punishes his enemies. I advise you to pray to your god, the god of immortality, not Tremere, and certainly not Cain. You see, we are Cain's childer, and believe me, you are in hell. They like invitations and they hate the fucking Tremere. Uh, everyone hates the Tremere, but... Oh, but um, these guys really... This is the guys, Eastern, this is the Eastern, uh... They hate... Vampire they hate- war. They have so much hate and so little humanity. So the Tremere have many enemies, but um, they can count on most of those enemies to simply kill them. But as this page indicates, being captured by the Zemisi is so, so much worse than just getting killed. (laughs) It really is bad. It's worse yeah. than the Castlevania cartoon, probably. Yeah. And so this book is not a Black Dog imprint, but probably only because Black Dog was not yet a thing. Oh, I think literally. I think that page you linked to me said the only reason that this did not receive that imprint is because it was not an official. Yes. 
And they said so the fact that they had to put this in a black bag probably made them think about having a whole imprint for that kind of thing. Yes, exactly. And um, again, we'll, we'll mention we mentioned <laughs> a couple previous podcasts, but the reason that this uh, book was sold in bags. Um, like pornography. Yeah, at, really at, shameful. At, at game stores, because on the back there's this nice illustration of um, somebody's face flesh crafted so that their mouth um, is uh, goes up and down their face and is made pretty much to look like a vagina, but with teeth in it and a tongue. And it's pretty awful. It's like a horrific looking. Yeah, and that's what these guys do. You thought Castlevania was gross. These guys just, these guys are body horror turned up to 11. Yeah. Great, and I love it. Yeah. I like these guys and the Haunters. Who are the Haunters? Oh, they're a, they're a Wraith guild, but they're the ones that make the walls bleed and they make you vomit and, you know, oh, they, they're, yeah, the, the guys, they're, the, they're the real horror ones. Oh, yeah, the Pandemonium ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yep, yep. That's, that's the name of their, their, yep. uh, their power set. I can't remember what their Wraith powers are called. Arcana. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Arcanoi. Yep, Arcanoi. That's right. I remember now. Yeah, it's a little Greek. Um. I've been playing, of course, the new Legend of Zelda game, Tears of the Kingdom. Nice. There's a classic Zelda enemy called a Gibdo, which is the mummy in Zelda. Mm-hmm. And the ones in this game, I was telling somebody, I've told a couple of people now that, because we've been talking about this clan book, but the mummies have the 90s Nisi pussy face. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying no. To, I'm trying to use the phrase 90s Nisi pussy face as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good that I have that opportunity. Thank you, Nintendo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So short story is not embraced, but it's a, a child or a sire being, situation. Yeah, it's a child being educated by their sire, Alexei, who is referred to as an it. Yeah. Throughout the throughout the story, a and as an alien creature. Yeah, genderless alien creature um, who has reshaped themselves with vicissitude. He says, you made yourself this way, made myself. That is the point. We vampires, we Zemisi, no longer dance at the whims of mitosis and mutation. We become whatever we need to be. So this is like this is basically the cool. basic this is the basic essence of this yeah. VCE like philo- clan philosophy and it kind of applies almost no matter what path of enlightenment you're on. Yeah. Um, higher beings. Yeah, they consider themselves higher beings because they can do whatever the hell they want with their bodies. And they're not limited anymore. So they have this whole philosophy about metamorphosis and transcendence. Yeah. Um, relating to their manipulation of you know the living the living world around them because because they can do it to everything not just themselves again that's the body horror they can do it to any living thing around them um, you know I never really thought about Zemisi and trees very much but like I don't know does flesh crafting work on trees it's not really flesh but uh, um 
That's a great question. I mean, I'll tell you what, in many Castlevania games, a tree will reach out and slap you in the ass as you walk past it, so... Yeah, there's like, really a possibility there. I feel like you should be able, like you can definitely ghoul, you know, plants. Yeah, funguses, mushrooms, and yeah. Can you have yeah. a big piranha plant? Yeah, I bet so, you can. I know yeah. you can. You can do. You can. You can. You can like ghoul like like thorn thorn bushes and and uh, fucking hedges and stuff and okay. they'll like this... they'll like start to like freaking feed off of anybody yeah. like, to, like dig through them and stuff I, you know, I, don't, I don't know if that's a real thing you can do i think that maybe that's a palmaturgy thing or maybe i'm just making that up as a cool idea but it seems like you should be able to do that as some easy like you should yes. be able to like make like because this is what they do they make they 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 exercise control over the living world around them so yeah and i mean not to not to not for nothing too. The two other disciplines that they have besides vicissitude, um, we talk a lot about vicissitude because it is their sort of unique discipline and it's very defining for them. Real, it is real, but yeah. Um, but they have animalism too, so they have control. Yeah, the uh, the creatures over, of the night or whatever. Yeah, the lesser beasts. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, in other editions of vampires, you Ventru often have animalism. Uh, mixed in somewhere. Um, oh, yeah. In oh. The, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think in Requiem, their disciplines are dominate animalism and fortitude. They don't have um, presence, or the the majesty is called majesty in in Requiem, but essentially the same discipline of looking yeah, like yeah. I mean, but um, that's that's the exclusive discipline of the of the Deva clan in, in Requiem. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, are they not called Ventru? No, they're still called Ventro. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're different that way. And I and the Zemisi here are, are like that too. They, it's like the they have the animalism. It's like the mastery of the lesser beasts, you know. Yep. Um, and aspects. Um, and they're big about their aspects too because it lets them see, you know, a, a spiritual side. To everything too they they don't see themselves as as constrained purely to you know just shaping flesh and bone sure is you know they they recognize the mind is 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 important they consider themselves intellectuals too not not brutes um so you know is this this clan has a strong mad science bent you know it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it makes a lot of sense that the old clan has dominate, but I really, I feel like it would make. I think Auspice makes sense for these guys, but I think dominate makes just as much sense. That's true too. I was thinking that the dominate makes a lot of sense for them. Just again, like the, like the controlling everything around you. Exactly. Them. Yeah. Really, they re these guys are really vampire lords in every. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. And that's the other thing that sets them aside from the Ventru, who, you know, and I, I, I initially, like many podcasts back, kind of dismissed these guys. It's like, oh, these guys are just like the Eastern European Ventru. Um, you know, and I, I was kind of thinking... It's without, fair enough. It's fair enough. You know, without, without vicissitude, maybe that is kind of the case. But at the same time, too, they, it's, they have a different vibe and a different philosophy of, like... Whereas the Ventru are, are big architects of the of the masquerade of of like you know ruling, but also like 
ruling you know, from the shadows. Yeah, ruling from the shadows, and 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 even when they're like ruling from the front, but also you know being you know sort of like circumspect and and poised or whatever like that, and you know they but the Zemisi are you know demand fear. Yep. They don't want to, you know. We talked about how how the Ventru want to seem like they're the heroes. Sure. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, the Zemisi definitely don't. The Zemisi want to seem like the villains. They want to seem like the monsters, and they want to be feared. They, they, they. You know, a lot of other clans sometimes don't really like the nicknames that they are given. <laughs> But the Zemisi enjoy being called the fiends. They're like, yeah, oh yeah, they are. They are fiends. That's, that's that's us for sure. They are inhuman fiends. Yeah, Alexei is described as vaguely reptilian, abstractly beautiful, a thing of planes and angles, <laughs> like some '90s CG creature. Yeah. <laughs> Distended earlobes, disproportionate fingers, unnaturally elongated neck, forearms, and neck. These guys rule from castles and towers, where the venture yeah. rule from the shadows. They have their own domains and whatever. But these guys, if you were living in Eastern Europe around the time, you know, you were. Very feel very fearful that your dark lord up in the castle might come down to visit the the common folk that night. Yeah, that was a pretty common way to spend your evening around these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so Alexei is educating his child. Everyone's always shitting on the Toreador. Yeah, Alexei doesn't like him. Alexei and his child have um, recently conquered a city, apparently, with the Sabat, yeah. and they've, they've got a bunch of old... Well, they've got a bunch of Camarilla vampires locked in the basement that Alexei is torturing. They love to torture uh, these, these Jemisei. Yeah, and, they, and for them, it's it's always some kind of like weird mad science experiment. Like they have to learn something from the torture. Yep. Uh, or they have to at least pretend to be learning something from the torture. They're, um, yeah, they're usually not trying to get information out of the torture victims. No, no, no. no <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not not like learn something. Let's just let's just do some torturing today. We'll yeah. figure. We'll find something out. Yeah, you know. They don't know anything, uh, but their bodies hold secrets exactly that's that's exactly what i mean i'm sorry not, not to say that. again not to say that um yeah they they really care what what would be, again maybe maybe a little bit but at a certain point it's like okay we've got everything so now what do i do with yeah now know, do we what, do with these guys what i do with Wexler, the former bruja provision you know hmm. um i don't know i'll fleshcraft yep. but and bonecraft all his limbs away and drop him into a uh a, a tank full of hagfish. Yeah, I'll give him the 90s Amisi pussy face. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, well. Um, Would have been oh, funny wow. if I had been able to spit that out correctly if that's starting to laugh halfway through. Yeah. Man, um, yeah, they, he chucks that guy's head into the... So, 
I mean, I guess the answer is it's a game and do whatever you want. But I, I always question stuff like this. Don't vampires like turn into ash and dust when they're killed? No, no, that's what he that's what I'm saying. Um it says his lips and his spinal tissue are there and the hagfish can reach his brain. It's like, but it also says the cavitation silence is even our kind. So what I was thinking was like he had fleshcrafted oh. basically all his limbs, but his his head and his spinal column still existed, so it wasn't counted as decapitation, so he's not dead yet. Right, but he can't speak, but he's being kept alive through vicissitudinal torture. Yeah. Oh, ter- terrible. These guys are fiends. Yeah. And they also talk about, yeah... Well, they, later on, they talk about making capes out of Trebier's skin. Yeah. And they do talk about it, keeping... Uh, people alive while using them for things like capes and uh, you know decorations and wall art and uh, art oh, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. In Vampire Bloodlines, when you go to the Zemisi's mansion, and oh Wolfman, yeah, oh yeah, the inside is basically like all skin, skin all he's over like, the place. He's like skimmed a whole bunch of people and like used used their skin as wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, if anybody listening is a big Game of Thrones fan, the Boltons are 100% Zemisi. Yeah, yeah, for real. This guy even, my favorite thing to talk about, again, we get to talk about somebody ripping a dick off, which uh-huh. the Boltons like to do, and yeah. also the Zemisi. Yeah, they they love cutting pieces off of people bit oh, by bit. Oh, yeah, and maybe sticking them back on, you know, putting... Your yeah. feet on your forehead, stuff like that. Yeah. Dude, these guys would consider the human centipede like some amateur bullshit. They'd be like, very silly. They'd be like, oh, that's nice as like a baby step. Yeah. You know, that's pretty good for a mortal, I guess. He's trying, but like, like look at him try. <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy try to torture people and sew them together. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's these guys. Is there a weird, archaic misspelling of the word not in this story? Did you catch something weird? I don't know why I pick out anything weird that what, I find. What? I don't know. Uh, maybe? Where? Where is it? Uh, I don't, I'll look for it, but it's the word, the word not is spelled K-N-O-U-T. Oh, yeah, that, that's not how you spell not. That, so is that just completely incorrect? That's not some anachronism? Yeah, it should be N-A-U-G-H-T. No, exactly right. So I don't know what page it appears on, but I did write down, yeah, K-N-O-U-T, question mark. But he's using it, and he's saying, you know, it is all for not, or something is worth not, or something. So yeah, exactly, he's using yeah. the word not. Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I have to pick out every pedantic little thing like that, but yeah, they are the greatest of all vampires. Yeah, of course, of course, they're. Or I re, I may be moving on to the myth past the uh, the short story, yeah. but the short yeah, story no... is a lot of. There's some torturing going on. He's skinning yeah. people. Yeah, he's torturing. So he's torturing some Ventrue. You know, he's, he's got the hagfish, as we mentioned. Yeah, he's torturing one of one of the uh, child's former mortar, mortal. 
Oh, right. Colleagues from her work. That's the guy who gets his dick ripped off. Does getting shovel-headed cause you to lose most of your memories? Uh, that's, what it, that's what it seems to infer yeah. here. It says, everything before the creation rights is so hazy. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I guess. I or mean, it might be unique to the story I, or the vampire. No, I think that's kind of always the idea. Is that oh, creation, okay. the, the creation rights for the Sabbat involve taking a bunch of mortals that they've kidnapped from wherever, wherever they can just grab a bunch of randos, basically. So it's a Sabbat pack. Really, um, mainly, usually randos, always randos, or like it, it, they want it, it tends to be randos. That's the idea. For the creation rights, it's randos, yeah. Oh, okay. And, um, Well, oh, actually, is is this actually? I'm thinking of of specifically how with how they do what they call how, what they do their mass embrace, their mass embraces, and they, yeah. they, they make they make shovel heads. But yeah, even that's the ones for that like that's for like war parties. Yeah, they embrace, yeah. Some, if they like a guy, they'll I think <laughs> they'll embrace yeah, the guy because no, they like him. No, that's true too. Yes, and even those people go through the creation rights. Mm-hmm, so the mm-hmm. so about creation rights, which involved, is terrible. Yeah, I think it involves being starved and then buried alive. After uh, being after being turned into a vampire. Yeah, well, first you get embraced, and then yeah. you immediately, like, yeah, and they embrace you. Like, a good, like, Camarilla-style embrace involves giving somebody a lot of blood right away so that they don't have their first frenzy about three seconds after being embraced. Yep. Um... These guys deliberately give them like a single drop for the embrace. And they put them in the ground and they bury them. And I think there's even a version too that they do the creation rites on captured Carmarilla or Carmarilla who surrender or defect. Um, sure, I think so. I, I recall, I, I at least recall that happening in our games in the 90s. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And um, it's. The way it's described is more than just getting buried. It's like you have visions of your of your past life. Yep. Have visions of things that are important to you and your 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 yourself as a human being, and having to dig out of the ground also involves like basically psychically sacrificing and destroying all that stuff. Yep. So there's also something mystical to it, and that's the thing about the Sabbat rites, right? Um, in the Sabbat books, they're just kind of described as things that the Sabbat do. You're right. Um, but I always kind of got, and, and for the longest time, I just kind of thought that, yeah, this is just the thing that you do. But, you know, nowadays thinking about it more, I'm like, these should really be almost like thaumaturgy rituals or like blood magic rituals. Yeah. But like something that almost any Sabbat can do as long as they learn it. Like you don't have to have a thaumaturgy rating. Like, or like maybe almost like a form of hedge magic because like the Valdry isn't just like a bunch of vampires throwing their blood together in a bowl and then everybody drinks it. It is a there's ritual. Like a, there's a there's a ritual to it. There's a little more to it. And like you know, um, the creation rites, the way they describe it, it, it involves some kind of like vampire magic mm-hmm. somehow that that makes it so that like this process they burn their humanity away. Yeah, destroys humanity. Um, yeah. And when they're doing mass embraces for uh, for war parties, um, they 
yeah, to make shovel heads. They they take many humans, many mortal people, yep. um, and place them all at once and throw them together in a mass grave. Um, see who if, pops up. See who pops up. A um, few people who get diablerized maybe on the way up. Uh, <laughs> you know, people killing each other to get out of the ground. Yep. That kind of thing. It's pretty horrific. It's pretty traumatic. Um, and yeah, this is, you know, the Sabat are 100% the villains. I can't believe we played so much fucking Sabat when we were in high school and college. Were we maladjusted and like, yeah, like crazy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was something wrong <laughs> with everyone I was friends with in high school. I'd pretty what think. What the hell, man? There was some. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, what the hell was wrong with us? Honestly, really, mainly out of all the splats and all the games, really, you and me and the people that we were closest to mainly played Vampire Sabat games. Where. I, all the time when I'm thinking, I was thinking about titles and chronicles. I think about a particular game where the chronicle was titled "A Violent Death." Yeah, <laughs> and that one started us as a bot game. We knew what we were getting into because I think like yeah, the three, exactly. three, like the, the three games previous to that or some craziness like that when start all started as Carmilla games, and then halfway oh, right. through, yeah, we're all like, "Let's just join the Sabat. Fuck this! Fuck all this shit! Yeah." We, we hate the, the prince. We hate the prince. We hit the privacy. We hate everyone. We're going to burn the spot. Everyone's the city us. We're going to fucking burn the place down. And everybody running those games got really frustrated because they're like, "That's not what I was trying to go for, guys." And and everybody was like, "We don't care." Yeah, that's. I I, I was talking to Pete today about how a lot of D and D games tend to go like a, a really common thing is the players will oust the bandits or whatever, and then they'll decide, "Well, we're going to live in the bandits' house and we're going to run the town." And the DM DMs hate that. That's their least favorite thing to hear. Least favorite. It's not at all what I planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we did that to several games, and yep. just, then, took then, just took them over. Just took them over. And Chris was just like, "I'm just going to run a vampire game." That is the game that I played. I'm like, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to play a Bruges tribute, and I'm just going to buy nothing but combat skills oh, and a solidarity yeah. of five. And he, and oh. I think a bunch of people just made characters that I was like, "Yeah, just making characters fucking killing people." Yeah, that's <laughs> like, eventually that's that's what we're doing. That's this. what we're here for. Yep. And Chris, Chris is like, I is like, what is this game called? I don't know. Violent Death. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we all just wrote that down on our sheet, sheet, and he was like, No, wait. And we're like, Nope, that's it now. That's it, that's and it. Yep. and it, it became like 100 appropriate. I think even as a Sabat game, like we just kept trying to run, run off from the plot, and he just sent waves of like police after us that we had to like fight yeah. our way through oh yeah that was i think about that like, all the time too as far as like, to put pressure on my players. i know yeah because he was like go back to the plot and we were like no we're gonna kill this police instead i mean i guess that's why tabletop role playing is so fucking great yeah. but your players really will hijack you if they want if you know if you if you allow them to which sometimes you do yeah i but i mean i guess that's kind of what that's my philosophy now when I play when I run a game. It's yeah. like, well, like, well, I mean, if this is what the players want to do, like, we're here to have fun. Like, this is obviously what they're here for. Let's exactly. Just, yeah. Like, if this is what they want to do, then okay. You guys got three hours. <laughs> like, if they, oh, I can't even, I can't even wait to tell you what's already happening. 
Um, this game is so fucking great. Anyway, yeah. yeah. What else about the short story? I, I think that's about it. That, that's okay. all there is to share about the short yeah. story. No, not a lot, actually. But you know, the short stories are all kind of just flavory. But yeah, it's this just is just a scene, really, really not a story. Alexi's talking about how sort of like pseudo sweat there, there. Yeah, it is. Talking a bunch of pseudo scientific bullshit about how he can see 316 shades of color unknown to human beings. Of whatever. course, of course he can. And about how ripping all of these people apart is actually science for real, though. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are also wackos. They're fiends and wackos. Yeah. These guys probably uh, may may tap in a tiny bit into that old madness network, that old vampire madness network. Yeah, yeah. These guys do not give a goddamn about their humanity. How did these guys ever ever make it? Honestly, they for, the soul eaters uh, guided them, or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, perhaps. Um, the soul eaters totally. There was a lot of that in high school. I feel also that. Like I said, the very first game that I played with you, yeah, and Chris. Oh, it was the Soul Eaters, the Black Hand, Dan and Adam. Yeah, and, and I was one, like fully. Yeah, the other day, if we were all, it was all about, it was all about killing Soul Eaters, and yeah, I feel like we can, never got like a full rule set for them, really. No, they were always they were just all... a boogeyman enemy that is barely mentioned here and anywhere it is mentioned. Yeah, the, it was it was basically dropped. Oh yeah, they yeah. They they basically completely dropped it from the meta plot, and the the, the whole idea was that that vicissitude is um, really uh, like a weird vi spiritual virus. Yeah, from the Umbra, from, from the, the werewolf Umbra. Yeah, that that uh, that a Zemisi named Andelion got from biting a uh, soul eater, uh, soul some kind of monster bane spirit thing in the deep Umbra and sucking out its. Uh, quote-unquote Vitae. It's, um, it's soul-eating fluid. Yeah, it's soul-eater Ikor or some shit. And then he was infected. Um, these are really just... Everyone was like, any video game vampire shit you can throw into these guys. I know. <laughs> they, maybe that's what they are. <laughs> um, but they, they, they kind of dropped that because I, I think... Pretty much nobody likes that, you know. That is that kind yeah. of me. Like, like nobody likes that. Nobody liked that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What about the yeah. art in this fucking book? Sorry. Oh my god, the art in this fucking book is John Cobb. He did a lot of werewolf, like worm yep, books. He did a lot of. He did a lot of Mage and Fandy art. He did yep. a lot of like these other race stuff. race stuff he's like this is the body horror guy yeah it's just he and he drew some body horror here like some of these are amazing like what's even going on with some of them yeah like dude on page 16 like what is up with this guy with the penises on his legs oh my <sighs> god yeah all over penises all over the place it looks like yeah. yeah well i mean his arms i don't know if those are dicks they just look like they're sort of like bulbous masses but oh my god like this guy is all about bulbous masses oh yeah yeah pustules there's yeah and just distended distended twisted limbs and figures yeah. that don't even look like they would be able to function yeah I'll be right back. Sure. Second.
I like uh, I like Shadow Lords versus Shamir versus a Mish battle in the mountains. Oh yeah. I like Shadow Lords. Those those are werewolves. Yes. Or a, a tribe of werewolves. Shadow Lords were always one of my favorite kind of werewolves. Yeah, they would be good guys to hang out and fight with the Zemish and the Tremere. And, you know, especially when you think about Dracula, there's always werewolves involved. Whether he's allied with some of them or they're his enemy. There's usually yeah, the werewolves around. Yeah, the Shadow Lords were basically like a whole tribe of Scar from yes. the Lion King, except That's as a wolf. Right. The ruthless <laughs> wolves. And they were, they were almost a little bit like the Lysambra. Of the werewolf nation. Oh, yeah, they were. They, they were, were the. Well, they. <laughs> I guess I don't really have to say it. I mean, it's pretty on the nose. It's right, exactly right there, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I love all this dumb shit. It's so funny. I know. So, Titleist was one of the uh, orders of the old Hermetic Order, and. Yeah. One of the houses of the Ultramedic Order. I guess they were. I guess they were around the Zemisi, where the Zemisi are. I, I, I don't really know. I don't. I, the old order of Hermes stuff from, like, yeah. I guess would have been Mage, Mage Sorcerer Crusade's time or Ars Magica. Ars stuff. Magica, yeah. I, I don't really know, but they. That, that's what this. The guy who's narrating the second chapter calls mages. He calls them the Titleists. Do you interpret this as though the guy narrating this is receiving? I just noticed a little Baba Yaga hut on page fourteen. I've been—I guess this is Baba Yaga on page fourteen. But yeah. do you interpret this as though the the narrator is uh, kind of translating memories he's received through Diablerie of an of like a Methuselah or something? It infers a, a Diablerie has just gone on, and he's now writing down this history. I guess that's that was a, a, a stretch of a read that I got from it. Yes, and I, I think that is, um, I think that is what he's doing because he, you know, that he's he starts, he he starts out by saying, you know, he's just I've I've just Diablerized my sire. Oh, it's a uh, sire. Oh my, that's yeah. a, that's a mean thing to do. And uh, he's like. Uh, you know, I am she, she is I, we are Zemisi, and it is of the clan that I shall write now, while panoramas of dead centuries and places long forgotten in beings, long dust flutter like moths in my skull. So okay, the way of, yeah. So the way of Cain dictates, and he's a yep. he's a he's an artist. He's he follows the the path of, uh, path of Cain, which is all about diablerie. And all about the knowledge and the power you gain from Diablerie. So this makes sense as like a, a noddest ritual that like after you've Diablerized someone, you gain you don't you don't really gain their memories, but you kinda gain like fragments of their memories. You kinda gain like pieces of them. And it's a real narrative thing. There are there are no rules for it. There are rules for how you gain experience points um to spend on blood potency and like fifth yeah. edition and you get and i've seen optional rules or, or house rules people have made up in in other versions of vampire or requiem 20th edition whatever when you diablerize you get xp that you can spend on disciplines or skills that the person you diablerize yes. had yep um or you gain memories 
Um, there's something very explicit in Vampire 5th Edition, um, and this is, again, something that wasn't really explicit in the in the mechanics of earlier editions. If you're I about think, to say what I think you are, it's something I've never heard of. It's when you diabolize someone, and if you fail your willpower rolls while you're while you're eating the soul or you screw up eating the soul yep. they can start to take you over from from inside like the this their soul survives and their soul hollows you out and be and you become them that's cr- so, i've never heard of that in this game so that's what um the secret of all the antediluvians is all uh... the antediluvians, all the antediluvians that supposedly died never actually died they just became the person that that diabolized oh wow i like that and honestly it's one of those things that i kind of hate oh because they get to live forever no matter what yeah it's like you know you can never beat the antediluvians like okay yeah that does suck yeah um so yeah so i mean that's the great secret of the zemisi too and it's it's i forget if it's in here or if it's somewhere else the zemisi antediluvian never got ant- got diabolized during the anarchy roll dun 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 i believe dude. that this book says that the antediluvian whom they call the ancient one was diabolized yes they I... all believe it. there is in fact only one zemisi who knows the truth there's a guy named Luga. Uh, yeah. There's a guy named uh, Lumbeck. Yes. This, this all comes out in the Transylvania Chronicles because you're there in the Transylvania oh, Chronicles. Oh, not Lugaj. No, Lugaj is the guy who, quote unquote, diabolizes. Yeah. It's a Misi Antiluvian. But what actually happens is Misi Antiluvian fucking kills Lugaj, flesh crafts himself to look like Lugaj, and fakes his own diablery. Ooh. Is this Transylvania Chronicles? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. So I'm gonna run it someday. I'm glad that I'm doing fifth edition first, but yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that someday. Yeah, big spoiler with fifth, alert, with fifth edition rules. Yeah, big spoiler alert, I guess. Sorry. Oh no! Um, yeah, sorry. But um, yeah, and and only Lombeck knows the truth, but he's too weak to to tell anyone. Um, and uh, Lugaj is really Zemisi, the ancient one, the whole time. Cool. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. And then yeah, I forget. I, I'm gonna have to look at what happened with Lasombra, but it was the same thing too. Lasombra got diabolized, but not really. He became the abyss, or like oh, the abyss wow, lives on, lives on inside the one who diabolized him, or I don't know, same kind of shit. And it was like Salubri lived on in, in Tremere or something like that. I don't know. It was, it was definitely a trope. It was definitely yeah. a thing. I can um, see why it would be just annoying. And it was, to, yeah, yeah, and I think I think for me, as, uh, yeah, and and honestly, like we we're saying, there were a bit of a sub, I was just a bit of a Sabat fanboy back in yeah. the day. And honestly, we didn't like the I, idea of these puppet masters yanking our dicks off. Yeah, we hated honestly, that idea. Honestly, yeah, like like we felt like like from a sort of like objective perspective the sabbat was right like the antediluvians are going to kill us all when they wake up or enslave us and we better get them before they get us whereas the reality of the sabbat of course is that it's supposed to be this is the party line and it doesn't isn't it's not the truth at all they're just as much the puppets of the antediluvians as the carmarilla are yeah um 
And I think that's always what I hated about it. I was like, this is what I hate about the meta plot because I'm like, because I thought this about was cool and I thought this about was right. But the the sad the sad thing was this about what's actually have actually been subverted the whole time and we're actually, you know, just as much the, the tools and the antediluvians as anybody else. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like any story that becomes just deterministic and you know, it's just it was always these guys. Yeah. It's sort of yeah, it's you know. It's something you see. It's trophy. Yeah. Again, and it's it's or it's anything like, where people keep coming back to life. The main characters, you know, yeah. you just sort of you get to be like, okay, well then, who cares about any story in this setting? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I I always feel like that was one of the weaknesses of the vampire meta plot back in the day. But sure. What are you gonna do? Well, you're gonna uh, have the beckoning occur. Yeah. And fuck all those old motherfuckers. Yeah. The Zemish did the fall of Rome. Zemish did the fall of Rome, for real. Um, yeah. Also, I that's like a, that's how... A, that's a tall claim. Yeah. Well, before we even get to that, I like okay. how they, they say, like, you know how we, we've always said, like, oh, yeah, every one of the clans claims that Cain loved their child. Oh, loved their yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, there's a Musi claim, like, oh, no. Zemisi was greater than even Cain because yeah. he was a mage before he was before he was embraced. Yeah, a titleist mage. Yeah, he had an awakened avatar. So that that's a unique one that I've never heard, except for the Tremere, of course, who were mages before they before they were um, turned themselves into vampires, or maybe just stole some Zemisi blood and embraced yeah. themselves. <laughs> maybe, probably. I mean, sounds real likely that that's really. All that happened. It'd be really easy enough to make yourself a vampire if you know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, look at Akeem, man. Yeah, he figured <laughs> it out and figured it out in like five minutes. He was like, "This is what you weirdos are doing. Let's let's go. Let's go. I'm taking this shit for myself." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this Misi are always like, "We've always been the mountain people. We've always been the people of the the forests." Of the the Carpathians. Yeah, they're totally into the the land and their homeland. Yeah, and uh, that's why Dracula and certain other types need to bring a box full of dirt with them, or several boxes full of dirt. They yeah, need to. Just, these it, guys particularly need to touch their own dirt. Yeah, from wherever they, they need, were. Yeah. Wherever they were embraced, wherever is that? Um, I. I think it's a little bit nebulous as always. It's just like their homeland. And they're, I think it's just, from their homeland. It's, it's a spiritual thing. It's like, does yeah. it mean they're, they were like born as a mortal or does it mean like where they're embraced, whatever's more important to them. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. And they were like, we were awesome until Baba Yaga came along and oh, then yeah. all these came along and then these fucking, all these other vampires came along and they sucked. Gargoyles. <laughs> Gargoyles Gar- suck. Ventures suck, La Sombra suck. Fuck all of them. Um Yes. But then but then they claim to be responsible for the Goths and the Vandals and the Huns. Yeah. And uh those are names that you remember because those are the names of the tribes of, you know, people that basically destroyed Rome. Yep. Um but then the Dark Ages were awesome again. 
We walked the night as we would, openly tearing apart peasants' hovels and drinking them dry or ducking them for later use. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> these guys. That's really, there's our Dark Lord might visit this eve. That's yeah. that's really a big part of this too. Yeah, that that and that's the Dracula vibe of these guys. And if he rips out your throat, that's the kinder fate. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh and uh yeah, around this time these guys founded some whole families of not quite human creatures to be their servants. The revenants, the ghoul families. Yeah. Scary inbred. I think a lot about, uh, yeah, you mentioned True Detective. I think a lot about, like, Resident yeah. Evil 4 or Resident Evil 8, The Village. Yep. Yep, yep, yeah. 100%. Inbred, monster blood, having super-powered kind of guys whose front lawn you don't want to accidentally end up on. Yeah. Especially these days. Now these days they have declined. Now they are, you know... Ancient manses full of weirdos. Yeah, the blood the blood runs thin. Yep. So they're fucking their sisters. Oh yeah. To try to keep the blood pure, but they're not Targaryens. They don't get to ride dragons. No, they just get to they're probably get fed on just, by Zemisha. Just, just gross. Yeah. yeah. And occasionally, and occasionally, the spot decides that their their that their liabilities in a pack will run through and and murder them all. Not great. Uh, not great to be a revenant yeah. in this setting. Yeah, yeah no, because the rest of the Sabata are not fans of these revenants. They're like, these guys relying on mortals. This is some weird old Zemisi shit. Fuck it this. really is. It's totally old Zemisi. It really it totally is. It's exactly Zemisi shit. It's the exact yeah. Dracula shit. Yeah. I got a whole bloodline of mortals that are weird and have eaten my blood and serve me and do weird shit for me. Yeah, totally. Um... What's quiet with a capital Q? Oh, that is a mage thing. Yeah, um, yeah, and they say that their 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 ancient has fallen into quiet. Yeah, quiet, quiet is what happens. Is um, I forget exactly how the mechanic works. It's it's like the subtle version of paradox buildup. Okay. Um, so when a mage when a mage is like twisting reality too much, the backlash turns into paradox because um, the world doesn't like to be twisted. Sure. Um, okay. Yep. You do too, if you do too much too fast, you can get like a big dramatic backlash that basically knocks you out and kills you. But um, over time, the slow buildup of it, slow buildup of it, turns turns into quiet, and quiet is basically just this sort of like progressive like disconnection from um, like the real world. It's a kind of madness. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 Not like cool marauder madness that lets you like blast things and not worry about paradox. It just like you just you just lose. I forget exactly how the mechanic works, but it's basically usually how it's played out is basically you just you lose the ability to like sort of like understand interact with the real world like that doesn't involve like your own magical context, your own magical paradigm. You have to basically retreat to a horizon realm or or the umbra or something like that oh oh okay. yeah, and as a vampire, Zamisi would not have had that ability to to go anywhere like that. Sounds sounds like a bad thing to happen to the Zemisha Antiluvian. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's they, they they this this narrator mentions that. Yeah, I, I noticed that, and I was like, ooh, okay, yeah, because they when they say that um, he was diabolized, the ancient was weak with malaise and quiet. Yeah. 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 Um, 
But yes, it's all a lie. Lombok saw the truth. The ancient, yeah. the ancient lives, and Lugaj is dead. Uh, I think in the Gehenna Sabat game I ran, the Zemisi. We had a cool scene where the Zemisi gathered as, as like a big clan and like went to the Cathedral of Flesh where Lugaj was sleeping to like awaken him. They're like, Gehenna's here. Let's wake, let's wake Lugaj up. He's gonna, we're gonna have an Antiluvian fight on our side. Yeah. Um, and then he immediately like absorbed all of the Zemisi. Right. His hands on and like turned into a giant sea of flesh that covered like um, most of Romania. What happens when the sun comes up? It grows like a like carapace. Oh, that's awesome! That's great! Yeah. That's exactly what he would do. Then, that's so, that's just, cool. That's a horrible just, apocalypse. It was just part of the apocalypse. It's just like oh yeah, there's a sea. Of, there's the the sea of flesh covered covers a big chunk of of Romania. Yeah, if there were real vampire disasters. Yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah, that's a great. That's, that's exactly what would happen. That's what happens to me. See, yeah, I love um, it. I, I think love it was giant sea of flesh. Sea I think of vampire it was, flesh. I think it was after the technocracy was already falling apart too, so they couldn't drop nukes on it the way they dropped nukes on Ravnos. Oh yeah, and Tremere now. Yeah. Although that might not have necessarily been the technocracy or. Oh, that was the there were there was a nuclear attack on Ravnos. I know he was. Slow. Oh yeah, that was the old the old meta plot. Not just in any nukes, techno magic nukes. <laughs> so the the old story about Ravnos was that it was they called this the week of nightmares because yeah, for a while Ravnos woke up and Ravnos was in Bangladesh, um, and um, and it was bad because um, Ravnos. Um, Chemistry 10, I guess, lets you like just make illusions actual reality. Okay, sure. So sounds, he's sounds about right. So he was basically just like destroying, he was just basically like devouring thousands and thousands of people all at once because he needed so much blood. And um, all these uh, Quajin, you know, Eastern vampires yeah. showed up to fight him, and all these technocracy showed up to fight him, and all these. Werewolves, I guess, showed up to fight him too. Everybody wow, big up. team up. Everybody should. They weren't really teaming up. They all just kind of hurled themselves at Ravnos, yeah. um, uh, or Ravana, as it's sometimes called. Uh, Ravana is, I think, uh, a Greek. Uh, no, sorry, Greek. Uh, is a Hindu devil or god or something. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. So Ravnos, Ravana. Um, eventually, um, uh, uh, like had to fight off like three. What's the what they called uh, Bodhisattvas, who are basically equivalent of like fourth generation or third generation vampires from okay. Quijin. So they oh, all okay. jumped about once, and he killed he killed off most of them. Um, and then uh, then the technocracy dropped a bunch of neutron bombs on him, but magical oh. neutron bombs oh, with you know enhanced yes. enhanced with technocracy magic. Um, and it survived all of those. Oh my! But was badly injured. Um, and then um, the the last surviving bodhisattva was like, okay, well, this is it. And then that bodhisattva had been creating like a gigantic hurricane typhoon to like block the sun out. And then um, he let the spell drop, and then the oh. sun came out. 
And the technocracy was also using big mirror satellites to like quadruple the <laughs> quadruple the intensity of the sunlight to like burn. A, yeah, yeah, and then they burned Ravnos ash. Wow, they should do that to the flesh ocean when it happens. Yeah, I think I think that's that's very Akira. I think in our story, like like by that time that was the, by the time that was happening, like already like some kind of like a pop apocalyptic biblical plague had broken out, and, like something like. Half of the population of humanity had died, and sure. we, were, we we just like sort of hand waved the mages. We're like, yeah, the technocracy kind of fell apart. They're in kind of bad shape because they weren't immune to the plague, and a lot of them died. And yeah, bad stuff is happening. <laughs> that was a crazy game. That was a game we ran in college, um, and it was way over the top. <laughs> I really um, never got this off the ground in college. I tried several times. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I'm playing it now, so who cares? I'm playing it now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah. So what else about the Zamisi history? Well, on Kupala's <laughs> night, was it Lugaj yeah. or was it really the Antediluvian who said, "Let's slay all of the elders." No, that was the real Lugaj. Okay. And they, yeah, they invented and the Vald. Yeah, yeah, and they invented that. These guys invented a lot of blood stuff, like the Valdery, yeah. and they yeah, discovered the, the blood bond. Yeah, it talks about that too. That that the legend is that the Zemisi invented the blood bond. Yep. And that that Zemisi always had um, great power over over um, the blood and yep. the, the blood so that they can make blood bonds that are not just like when you normally when you blood bond someone what they feel is this just this sort of obsessive love yeah uh, but this amici can kind of flavor it differently so it's not obsessive love but it's like duty or loyalty or fear even or um you know or, or whatever they can they can they can they can tweak it with like their weird blood magics yeah to decide exactly what type of relationship you want the bound yeah, the 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 victim of the bond to have, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that's weird, yeah. So not just shaping people's bodies, but we did kind of mention this, their minds as well, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Nasty um, fiends. Nasty fiends. Um, but again, that's the, that's the whole thing is is their is their metamorphosis, their transcendence. They they they're all they're very. Like, like, man, talk about guys who are transgressive. They're all about, you know, these are the guys who who really push the idea with the Savat that it's like we should not be human beings. We should not act like human beings. Yep. We are not human beings. We are monsters. We should be following these paths of enlightenment. We should not be, you know, worrying about our humanity. Like, that's where that's where that comes from, the Savat. It comes from these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the Lasamar weren't like that really before... Before they went... The Sombra are very interested in human politics and running the human world, yeah. These guys are like, the human, they can do whatever they want as long as they stay in their little sheep pen. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what the humans... They don't have politics, they're humans. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. They're like, what do you care about the politics of of like a chimp? Yeah. Or like like a herd of sheep? You don't. Keep them in the barn and let them out during the day. Yeah, that's about it. So a real, yeah, ran a real uh, an attitude of 
ascension or evolution beyond you know what they started out as that's a, a real yeah that's real just baked into the whole vibe changing yeah so that's the history and then uh Lissandra also got diabled and then they made a camarilla and then they made a camarilla and so invented they... the valdery and so then they made it made a sabat to fight the Carmarilla. Yep, and uh, that and that fight lasted uh, right through the nineties in our youth. Yep, and was a big part of our of our youths. Sabat <laughs> war. Oh man, I have I have the fifth edition vampire book in front of me. Now. Oh, you got the sabat book. That's right. I, I have not read it. Oh, that's very to... cool, though. That's very. I cool. I went to Cave Comics today, man. That's so cool. What was that's it like? Same... The same dude is running. I mean, it's in that yeah. it's in that little building now, but it's the same dude running it with that with that same big mustache. It's a yep. little bit bigger. It's a it's a bit bigger and a bit, a bit wider than it was like twenty years ago. And I ain't seen that dude in a minute. I forgot I live here. I think that's I know. Pat. Is that Pat? Maybe there's, I know, a, maybe. there's a Pat, and uh, they might they might both be called Pat. There might be yes. two dudes called Pat, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, same but, old, yeah, same but the guy I know, I know. Obviously, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. But I haven't even been in that little build, that new building. Yeah. I guess I should go. I guess I should go yeah. and look around. I, just, yeah, I, I bought, guess I should go and buy some vampire books. Yeah, I bought fifth edition book, and I bought uh, I bought the Sabat book. They had the Camarilla and the Anarch book, and they had the Fall of London, and they had um, uh, Cults of the Blood God. Um, but yeah. and I was I, I was like I was before I was wavering between Camarilla and and Anarchs. Oh, I kind of I'm think I might go and buy the Anarch book just so we have a yeah. spread. <laughs> yeah, but then I saw the Sabat book and I was like, I think this is yeah. the newest one, and I can't resist. Man, I do. Yeah, yeah. Sabat tell is, me, tell me what kind of cool things are in it. Uh, yeah, I haven't read it yet, but Sabat is much less of a thing in Fifth Edition. I know. Yeah, they kind of they took off. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about Fifth Edition. Okay. About Clan Mixi first edition, where the Sabat is big. Yeah. And they were, this this dude was into the Nazis, kind of. Yeah. Which well, he liked to hang around. He's he's unapologetic. Unapologetic. He was like he's like the Nazis were dumb, but whatever. Torturing is fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the concentration camp. Especially like, if I get to hang out at the concentration camp. Yeah, and he's like, and it's fine. I I would drink the the guards just as just as much as the people. Whatever. And it's like, okay, that doesn't make it better. Dude. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. But again, this is um, you know, they 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 have this thing it says, you know, as a lion drinks with antelope and wildebeest of the watering hole, so did Ventru and Zemisi, Ravnos and Gangor, Bruja and Nosferatu haunt the KZs. Yeah, and I mean there's a thing in Night Road too, again, talking about fifth edition, which I wasn't supposed to talk about, but um Hey, you, whatever. It's Sunday you, night. It's like ten thirty. Let it rip. You <laughs> go to you, 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 you got him. You go to a uh, you go to a migrant camp. Yes, that's where I am right now. We're 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 packing it up right right now. Yeah, you go to a migrant camp on the border in uh, uh, U.S. Mexico border, and it's full of migrants who are just being kept there by you know DHS, ICE, CBP, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and you know that's what they're they're like this is a place where vampires go because it's easy to feed yep there's a, there's a lot of people being held in cages pretty fucked up it's pretty fucked up 
Yeah. And the whole the whole plot line, every time, like almost every question it asks you when when you're there has gives you the option of saying, This is pretty fucked up. We should put a stop to this. Like it almost seems like you can take that that path at any point while you're there. Like I saw I saw that option a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I'm clearing it out with my boy Julian. Word. Um what clan were you playing as? A gangrel. Nice, nice. All right. Um, yeah, and it's it's. Um, I guess it's one of those things that you think about is like a bunch of vampires hanging out at like concentration camps and refugee camps and stuff, and it's like, yeah, that's perfect for a vampire. That's pretty awful. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute worst kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but hey, these are the Zamisi. Yeah, they are fiends. These are the terrible worst fiends in all the land. Yeah, there's really nothing about these guys that are like these are these are kind of good guys when you think about it this way, like nope. They love no. being bad. They love being so bad. And they we were talking about how the Sedites love being bad. I don't even know which is worse. Yeah. These guys yeah. do way worse things, honestly, probably. These guys are so unapologetically bad. Yeah, they're just, and even and oh, and it's so funny that like we kind of specific. We started out talking about the Sedites as in like these guys want to be bad and like they are bad and they know they're bad. But like we haven't even really got into that because these guys have actual substance as well and a reason to be so bad. The Sedites seriously are bad because they're bad. They do bad things because look how bad we are. These guys are fucking doing shit for reasons. Bad reasons. Yeah. Bad things for bad reasons. Yeah. A lot more meat to this clan than... Hey, that's almost kind of a joke than the Sedites. Yeah, I mean, the literally, the literally the last thing this dude talks about before the end of chapter two, when he's going over the history, he's like, he's like, when Gehenna comes, we're going to like use vicissitude to make things worse than like A's and flesh eating streptococcus, you know, to Oh yeah, bacteria ghoul. Ghoul bacteria. Ghoul ghoul viruses and bacteria, like biological weapons. Like he's like, this is a good idea. Biological weapons made from vampire blood. Terrific. Obviously that's what we are going to do because we are the Jimise. Yeah. The Jimisi. The Jemise. All right. The Jemesha. Yeah. Um, I like Zemisi. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. That's, that's how I've been saying it. And and apparently there is no wrong way to say it. Yeah, so, 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 so yeah, again, smoke them if you got them. Pronounce it any motherfucking way you want. Talks about how the Zemisi prize intelligence and insight when, yep. they, when they embrace people. So, yeah, the whole aspects thing. Goes along yeah. with that as well, but they are these are exactly. scholarly fellows. Yeah, they probably got a lot of books, you know, bound in human skin and that kind of stuff. But they do a certain amount of intellect is required to right. walk amongst these fiends to sup right. with these fiends. <laughs> um, it talks about their thaumaturgy a little bit. Um, well, and it sort of highlights the difference where, you know, between the difference of them and the Tremere, where the Tremere are all about, like, 
occult pragmatism, like like this is power, this is for getting shit done, this is for grabbing, you know, that that brass ring. For the Zemisi, it's like it's more spiritual. It's almost re- religious practice. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's an older um, thing for them. It's like their Koldonic sorcery. Yes, Koldonic sorcery. Yes, yes, yes. Koldon is the word that they have. Is it's like for the old, sorcery. Yeah. Yeah. Slavic word or something. Um. So, so it's different for them. Like they're they're like sort of like besieging ancient you know, pre-Christian Slavic deities and shit like that to to call down their magic. Um, I feel like someone was starting to think about writing about a whole specific cast of them that were the sorcerers, and then they kind of... Yes, and a then they were kind of like, oh, well, you know, we'll just talk about it a little bit. We won't make it a whole thing. Yeah. Um, later on, it says that there's a... Uh, uh, Oh yeah, right here actually. There's a there's a sort of like uh, rank of honor among the Sabat um called uh, Zupan. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The Koldan, the Zupan, and the Voivode. Yeah, and you have to to be a Zupan, you have to have a the level Zulu four, shape. The Zulu shape, what they call yeah. level four institute, where they turn into a big monster. Um, but they also have to have some thaumaturgy, and they yeah. have to. Demonstrated wisdom and loyal to the sect to the secting yep. clan. So some some status, you know. Um, yeah. The, this image on page twenty seven is the image in my mind of what the Zulu shape looks the Zulu shape looks like. This is yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, and it, this is also kind of what this is a little bit what like the the Zemisi in Bloodlines looks like to looks like too. Yes, actually, um, interesting. Bit. Yeah. Um, so that is a sort of iconic way of thinking of the Zulu shape, and I, I've. This, but the thing about this this illustration that's here, this guy is kind of spindly looking. Yeah, yeah. Like I, because of the like, More, like going, yeah. going to Zulu sh- shape. I forget exactly what the stat bonuses are, but they give you a lot of physical it's, stats. Going it's Krinos level shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like three strength, three stamina, and one yep. dexterity or something. It's mm-hmm. a lot of physical stats. So I always imagine, and I think I, I think I saw the word like hulking and muscular or something. So I always imagine it's like yeah, yeah. like a sort of like definitely shape, hulking, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like big big shoulders, big back, so like hunchbacked, almost hunched over, like big long muscular arms, you know, ending like long talons. But at the same time, Zemisi are also masters of of flesh crafting. So at the same time, I also assumed every little shape was different. Right. And that probably really is and that probably a good way to interpret it. Yeah. Because I'm sure they all customize their Zulu forms. Like there's a certain, there's a certain like variation on a theme, you know? Excuse me. Yeah. Or maybe they look a little bit like um, the predators when they take their mask off. Speaking of nineties vagina mouths. Yeah. The Predator is a really good classic one. Honestly, that like that kind of that kind of thing on a uh, on a horrid form makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. If 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 that hadn't been in Predator, I'm sure there would be some Zemisi with that who'd been like, it would be like, yes, this is how I have evolved past humanity by adding these mandibles to the side of my face. Right. And, you know, changing the shape of my fangs and stuff, you know, but now it's on, you know, it's on Predator. 
and people are just going to quote. Yeah, and it's just going to, I mean, even when they made that. Uh... Make that quote about how your face looks like a vagina. <laughs> and then they're like, damn it, now I can't use this anymore. It's been on a movie. Uh, was that in like, that, that, was that, that quote was not in the first movie or, or was it? No, it might have been in it might have been in Predator Two. Okay, it might have been in Predator Two. Somebody at some point tells a predator that his face looks like a vagina. Looks yeah, like a a, vagina. yeah. So I mean, even yeah, when like District Nine or something with the with the weird aliens came out, people were like, "Oh yeah, it's a movie about predators." Yeah, in a they were, refugee they really camp. Were predators. Yeah, yeah, they really weren't predators though. No, but people, uh, like anything, any kind of weird flapping mouth like that, people will be like, "Oh yeah, predator mouth." Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, um, I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. I've made up most of the Sabbat rituals. Yep. Yeah, and, and uh, the blood bond and the Valdery and uh, many of the past enlightenment. For real, the Zemisi, the Sabbat owes so much to the Zemisi in terms of like its culture and its. Yeah. its Rituals and everything, like the La Sombra, way more like, than the La Sombra, yeah, way more than the La Sombra. The La Sombra are for sure like the sort of like like upfront like like leader types, much more than Zemises. The Zemises are much more sort of like intellectual and and inward turning. They're not leaders, um, they're rulers for sure, but they're not leaders uh, among other vampires. Um, so. Um, you know, before their, uh, before the Sabbat, the structure of the Zemisi clan, it was like, you know, a powerful elder with tons of bloodbound childer. Yep. Who would go out and do stuff and to the point where, like, these old vampires sitting in their castles wouldn't even go out to hunt. They'd have everyone yeah. bring the blood back to them. And probably by that, it didn't even mean, like, bring the mortals back to me. It's just like, go feed and then come back and then I'm going to feed off of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And because I'm too old to drink vampire to drink off of mortal anyway, and, and you're all completely bound to me. You're all bound to me, so I can't. So I can't get bound to you. And uh, you know, I, this this will, uh, you know, drinking vampire blood is better than drinking mortal blood anyway. So that's what they were doing, and that's also how the Sabacca started because a bunch of those, a bunch yeah, of a bunch of them got sick of it on Cupola's night with uh, with yeah. our boy Lugoge. Yeah, and like I think, like we mentioned in a previous one too, it's like sometimes like this is also around the time the Inquisition is raging. Yep. Uh, and yeah, sometimes the Dark Master in the castle is getting killed, and now your blood bond is loose. Yeah, yeah. that's fun too. Yeah, and if not, then you start getting tired of your Dark Master throwing you in front of the Inquisitors. Oh yeah, you sure do. Night after night, yeah. Um. So yeah, um, there's a bunch of like mini Zemisi philosophies. Yeah, the sort of subgroup kind of... Yeah. Why do you think the in the 90s the writers were every time that they sold us one of these books, they gave us a bunch of powers that were not intended for player characters? Why do all of these books have non-player character powers instead of player character powers? I think because the way the disciplines were structured... Um, in the original game, right? You have we you had, we, each, we had the first five levels known. You had the first five levels. Each discipline, uh, each level, of each discipline gave you one specific power. Yep. 
from one to five. And then they said at level six and higher, you can start to have custom powers because very old elders who are sort of mastering these disciplines are creating like sort of like unique expressions of like their personalities and their blood. Like the skin trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit is like what? Or the Kraken okay. the Kraken's kiss at level seven is also incredible. Long technical that is you covered turn- in teeth that sucks blood. Not, no, that's just a long that You turn your head and neck into a long tentacle. Yeah. Covered in teeth. <laughs> that's a great ability, goddamn. Goddamn. Um But that is the only place where you're allowed to be creative with the discipline, apparently. They could have given us more one through five disciplines instead of doing this. And again, I think that's a great improvement on on on. uh, Fuck yeah, V five. Sorry, but fuck yeah, V five. Yeah, because you can take different powers at different levels, so you can you can you can have disciplines that do different things. Anyway, um. The opinions of other clans, you guys. Again, how do they feel about the Torador? Everyone hates the Torador. Let's see. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like I hate. This is like this is like flushcraft these guys into a into a fucking into a fucking vase. Fuck these guys. <laughs> Fuck Pieces of shit. The Ventru, finally a clan worthy of being called an enemy. Nay, arch enemy. Truly, they are fatally misguided dupes of the Antiluvians, but I respect their dignity and poise. The last one I played with took four nights to scream and twelve to die. Admirable indeed. Yeah. So, so yeah, the only people they're like are the Venturer, because it's like, oh, well, you guys are... You guys are at least, like, you know what being a vampire is about. Yeah, you're at least doing the vampire lord shit, you know. Like, at least you're doing, like, all these other motherfuckers are are vampires. They do not not understand how to be a vampire lord. Like, what are you doing as a vampire if you're not trying to be lord of all you can, lord of all, you know, you survey? Yeah, come on. Come on. Um, So, yeah, so they're like, the Ventru, the Ventru get it. Eventually know what's up. We still have to kill them all, but they know what's up. Um otherwise, yeah. Uh, they don't they don't have much regard for the Sombra despite being the Los Sombra's yeah. partners in creating the Sabat. Um, yeah, they're kinda like, you know, these guys, well, they're useful, they helped us do this thing. We'll let them do their shadow politics. But again, they really have, yeah, they really have no interest in anything other than being weird and lording over their domains. <laughs> right. So, even the, like, yeah, even the Sabbat politics are boring and mundane yeah, to these guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think there are any Sabbat with, I don't think there are any Zemisi with, with like, social primary. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I'll, I'll have to take a closer look at these, these. I like it. actually there are a couple, but okay. like in in general, like you don't really think of a social primary character as Misi. Like these no, guys, no, for sure, no, and fucked up, and like yeah, there actually there no, there's some guys with social, and I can and I can understand why. Maybe this is a bad stereotype, but it's yeah, they're 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 so weird. 
Oh my god, I didn't as I've been scrolling through this, I didn't even I forgot that you sent me the the chapter facing art and Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. my god, it's the chapter facing art is some of the most monstrous. Yeah. Wow, the full page stuff is incredible. Yeah, this is it's like this is like serious over the top body horror. I remember the first few times looking at this book, I started to get uncomfortable looking at these pictures. Oh, some of them, yeah. This is the one with the tits. Is the kind of thing that like I would be terrified that my mom would like stumble into my room and take a just just happen to open one of these books and see this picture with the spiky tits and go, "Oh boy, David is not allowed to see his friends anymore." Yeah, like the one arm is like a lamprey. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yep. And she's got like this weird black sun thing over her, and like this looks like it's supposed to be like the title page. Of it was supposed something. to be, yeah. <laughs> It's got a funny black space where there should have been a title. But yeah, these chapter-facing images, Jesus. There's a whole page for some easy torture techniques. Oh, yep, there sure is. That's uh, I, You know what? I, I didn't read it. I did not read that page. I was like, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, half of it is... is half of it is dedicated i also like, i've mentioned like, that i don't like this font so but please yeah they're like the, like when you torture vampires it's not about physical torture it's about like emotional and mental torture like mm -hmm. breaking down their humanity talking about like forcibly blood bonding people and then like having one person who's blood bonded you know had be you know for, you know forcing one person who's blood bonded to you torture another person who they're blood blood bonded sure. to and, right yeah and, is it like like horrible horrible stuff um yeah they're bad bad guys bad torture guys that like concentration camps and turning into bad monster draculas and yeah. seas of flesh and beasts made out of lots of beasts giant flesh beasts cathedrals yeah. of flesh tomes bound in flesh fleshy yeah. fiends yeah so i mean schlachta or what they call the guardian ghouls like flesh crafted ghouls that like guard their havens and i always imagined them as sort of like vaguely humanoid because they were probably humans at one point but like just monstrous like in all unique different ways just like these pictures yeah, unfortunately, I pictured the arm goblins from the video game. Yeah, but now I also <laughs> arm goblins from the video game. Those are those are schlockta too, and those are definitely like, oh yeah, actually, these are probably pretty good schlockta. These are probably schlockta that others in Misi would take a look at and be like, bravo, sir. Yeah, them, yeah. these guys yeah. tear people apart. Yeah, and they and are scary they're, as fuck. <laughs> scary as fuck. They barely look human. Yeah. Like, like, well done. Yeah. Um, and then he's got his vased, which are literally like three people stuck together. Yeah. And like horrible, like triangular death, like monster things. Yeah, they have vase where it says like, it's created from 15 or more individual ghouls, human, animal, or both. Great. Uh, Flesh tank. Blood bonded to each other, stuck together with vicissitude controlled with thaumaturgy or animalism dominate oh no sorry lobotomized first so that they're immune to dominate presence of animalism um wall of flesh 
Yeah, wall of flesh. Although I do like how it's this shit like crazy. Yeah, vases like? are extremely rare in the modern age. Creating a vase requires vast amounts of time, raw materials, and labor, and the return is really worth the effort, particularly in an era of law rockets and shaped yeah. charges. Yeah. Blow that blob up. Yeah, ultimately, giant blob is pretty scary, but there are guns that are meant to you know, be armor piercing out there. You gotta have the and, giant blob go off like in the basement. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. You gotta have it somewhere where they're not gonna be able to bring up military grade weapons. Right. I mean, but honestly, like if you're forcing your opponents to bring up their military grade weapons, like you got them on uh you know, you got them in some kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for the resource expenditure war, right? You gotta there's some attrition you know, something you said for attrition and like yep. dragging out opponents' resources so that they you know, expend them. You know. I don't know. Um Enter at your own risk. Yep, they yeah. love they love inviting and being polite and sleeping on their own dirt. Yeah, their territorialness is very something. I it's, thought it's, maybe it's, they would the seeds would get mentioned in this one, but but no. No, but yeah, um, they uh, they're very serious about their privacy and they're very serious about their havens. Um. Predictably and practice, practically so, especially if they're not like in their homeland, then they have to carry their dirt around with them. That's really important. Like I forget exactly what happens to them if they're not able to sleep into their dirt in their dirt, but it's not good. In the old rules, a zamish that did not sleep on hand, two handfuls of dirt would half all dice pools. Every night they could not do this until their dice pool was one. In 5th edition, they take 1 damage. I was actually just looking at Tear of Souls. And I, as I was reading this, I didn't read it all the way when I was reading the book to before coming here. And I was reading this and thinking to myself, oh, it's the Renfield shit. And now I've read the last line of it. And uh, it says Renfield wasn't so crazy after all. That's the last ability of the description. Yep. That's a, uh, yeah. That ability lets you absorb uh, awareness or memories of things that you've consumed and things they've consumed and things they've recently consumed, which I think a tiny little bit of, was it Tom Waits in the movie? Doing a little bit of that, but maybe not fully explaining it like that. Uh, But in the book, there's like passages about how much he loves to eat flies but he much would prefer a spider that's eating a fly because that's kind of like eating both things. But then if he can feed the spider to a bird and then eat the bird, then like, fuck yeah, my dude. <laughs> that's the Renfield shit when I... Yeah. yeah, 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 for real. All right, so the templates. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Fiends. Cavalcade of fiends. This is just... The quote, human germ. Oh man, trapped, yeah. Trapped from Transformers, the Transformer, the Transformers, the movie. That's the old the Transformers the movie, not the Michael Bay one. We're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, that's right. Talking about the fucking cartoon. Human germ. Day. Human germ. That's goddamn. That's so good. Yeah. 
The carnivorous carny, of course. Scary carny doing fiendish tortures. Yeah. Your cousins always idolize the Lasombra with their spiffy CD clothes and their fancy cars, but you know where the real power lay. <laughs> it's true, the Lasombra have their spiffy CD clothes and their flashy cars. I remember specifically having a Lasombra with, like, a black Lamborghini or some shit. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Have to. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. This guy was a revenant. He was a Santosa revenant first. And now he's a carny. Perfect. Makes perfect sense. Uh, he, he and his pack and his ghouls migrate from city to city in the guise of a traveling freak show. Reconnoitering and fomenting descent. That's a great fucking concept for a pack, man. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I'm actually, writing I think, it down. I think that's. I think there's an evil circus pack in Montreal by night too. Is there not a whole chronicle about an evil circus, or is or like like a prepackaged, or is that not? I, I think there's there not is. a dark carnival. I, I mean, there there's definitely a... one in D and D, and probably a hundred other things. But yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Dark Carnival is a thing, man. Everyone loves the Dark Carnival. Yeah. Um, there's always a Dark Carnival. I, well, well, I mean, it's a thing, uh, you know. Yeah, carnivals, you know, for sure. And they're scary. And yeah. Carnies are scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I sorry. mean, sorry, Carnies. Sorry, Carnies. I mean, it's you know, a carnival is supposed to be a happy place. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be entertaining. I, you know, the freak shows are kind of an old-fashioned thing. You know, but um, but yeah, the thing about it is, is that when you see like a carnival of like people who are kind of down on hard times, you know, and sure. the and the stuff that's supposed to be brightly colored is kind of faded, yeah. and the and the guy running the the games is not all excited about it. He's yeah. like, you know, he's like all sullen and and like he weird. Like being there, yeah. Smells like whiskey, you know, um, and D.O. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the scary carnival experience. And uh, and of course, because they're outsiders and they go from place to place, there's yep. always the stereotype from other people that these guys are crooks, these guys are criminals, these guys are kidnapping little kids on their way yep. out of town. Yep. Of course they're doing that. Shit like that, you know? So... These yeah. guys have their it's, path written down yeah. on their character sheets. These guys are the first ones that where they really have the path. Because again, I think with the Sabat characters, the path is really yeah more important than the Sedites. Yeah. yeah, the Sedites. As for the Sedites, I think a lot of characters you could either assume a path or you could you could say like whichever path works for these guys, pick. That's fine. Yep, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the exotic dance is probably not going to be Path of the Warrior. In maybe the not. Yeah. I mean, maybe that one is pretty obvious, which path. Yeah. Well, maybe not. She could be ty- Typhon or Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But, yeah. yeah. You know, you're right. You know, and yeah. 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 No, but for I, these I guys. I would say Ecstasy. Yeah. But for the first about character, there's there's a lot more paths, and there's a lot more variation in the paths. It's, it's different, you know. All yeah. the set of paths are still, like, still pointing in the same direction. Like Be bad. Be bad, worship set. Yeah. You know. Um, whereas, <laughs> whereas the the Sabbat paths, I think, are a little more nuanced in their in their be bad 
Um, I mean, they're all still saying be bad, but yeah, um, some of them are but, saying be bad in particularly interesting ways. I think there are a lot of flavors of ways to be bad. Yeah, yeah. accounts. It's Dracula. If you just wanted to play Dracula for some reason, but from the 20th century, he's got dominate instead of vicissitude. He's old clan. He's old clan. He's in the Sabbat, but he's an old clan. He says he's like, you know. Uncle Dimitri had enemies, as the great always do. One night they attacked your man, slew your sire's ghouls, drank Dimitri's blood, and captured you. They offered you a choice to join the Sabbat or join your sire, your sire in final death. You thought the sire, you thought the offer over, and come to think of it, Uncle Dimitri always seemed a bit of an ass anyway. Hadn't he? <laughs> Thus began your sojourn in the peasant-infested but rather intriguing Sabbat sect. Great. That's so a this, cool. That's a cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he was. He was a young old clan he was recently embraced by a really old old clan and when they got his sire they were like you know what you didn't really have a choice to be an old clan you just got embraced recently probably not worth diabolizing um and you know this is kind of how this about was formed from guys like you so why don't you join us I feel like some Zemisi who knew his history, you know, was involved in this decision. <laughs> oh, wow. This. It, even, it even says old clan on the clan section of yeah. the character sheet. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the old clan Zemish. It really, you know what it is? Like, the old clan is like Bram Stoker's Dracula, and the, the and all the rest of the Zemish is like any video game vampire monster. Yeah. <laughs> Not just right. Castlevania. Yeah. Really good, really good gamey villains, these guys. Of yeah. course, we have a fallen surgeon with a, a scary bone saw. With a vicissitude of three and three dots in body alteration. Yeah. Eventually, in the like revised editions and stuff, they did something. This actually might have been Dark Ages where... It was a specialty under crafts. You would put body alteration or body craft. Well, I'm starting to. My voice is starting to shut down. Fallen surgeon, uh, the seeker of the forbidden. Yes, this is an H.P. Lovecraft protagonist as a Zemisi character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hardcore nautist, all about conspiracies. The Antediluvians. Also Lovecraftian shit. The Monster Maker, of course. Oh, yeah. Looks, oh, yeah, the Monster Maker. This looks like the... Who, who is the first bad guy that the Fantastic Four ever fought? Mole Man? Yeah, 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 the Mole Man, yeah. This Mole is man, a, a looks, real Mole Man type. Yeah, he looks like the Mole Man. Uh, look at his nature de demeanor. Visionary Demented... Visionary Demon, yes! Oh, uh, he's, he's Deviant he's Visionary. backwards. Oh, yeah. Actually... Backwards but, is a very different take, but great. Yeah, but turn the page, and the next oh, character no is No way. Oh, yes. That's what I like to see. Visionary I Deviant. I love to see Visionary Deviant. That's the, that's the pairing. And look at this art on this one. Holy shit. Yes. Great. Great. Your face so has amazing bone structure. Maori tribal scarification will go over awesome at your next board meeting or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Body alteration of five. Path of Cathari. Is there a a path of puking? We're all on path of Cathari. Um, I don't know if there's a pack of puking. Oh, that's what the word Cathari. I don't know what the path of Cathari is like, but I'm thinking about catharsis uh, and some oh, people no. would call it puking yeah. catharsis. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that, okay. well, that goes back to um, um, the uh, historical Cathars who were a uh, oh. like, uh, religious sect in southern France in like the 11th and 12th centuries, 13th century, something like that. There was a crusade against them. There was some question as to whether or not like the beliefs that people associate with the Cathari are even really actually real because okay. again, it's one of those things where it was like, it was only written down by the people who like persecuted and killed them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know as, as, as happens, as yeah. has happened many times on this planet. Yeah. An old, an but, old chestnut um, kind of. Yeah. But the Sabbat path of Cathari is, um, it's a little Sedite actually. It's all about, um, rejecting humanity by embracing okay. like a sort of like vampiric hedonism sure and like uh okay i mean that know. almost sounds catharsis like anyway yeah exactly um you know i was disappointed by this last guy the torturer actually too because i thought when i saw the title and the picture of him like oh the torturer so this is like gonna be one of those guys who is like you know, professional torturer or something like that. He worked for some kind of like horrific dictator. Right. Yes. 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 And he's like, they keep him at the block site to like tear fingernails out and, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, horrible Syrian prison under, you know, Assad or, you know. You want to know what this story reminds me of? Gaddafi stuff. I don't know. But uh, again, it's just a serial killer. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of, I think it's called Outlast, specifically a game called Outlast 2, which is just, I talk about this a lot. You find a lot of, a lot of the flavor of that game is these scraps of notes you find around and they all read like this. Just the worst, nastiest things to say about children beating each other and covered in blood and gross, awful shit. This is a, this, this page reads like something out of Outlast 2. Yeah. Gross. Yes. Yeah, could have been could have been interesting. Could have been like Saeed Jarrah. I don't know why I've been talking about Lost Lost to everyone. Yeah, I'm sorry, I've never seen Lost. I don't know you. That's fine. You're doing you're doing you're doing you're doing it right then. Yeah. You should not you should not have to see Lost. So what do they think about Vlad Tepesh? They don't want to talk about Vlad Tepes here. They, no. want, you to buy, they want you to buy who's oh. Irish children of the Inquisition. And that was that was an old one. Well, I guess this was kind of... Yeah. This was kind of mid-90s, probably, when this was coming out. This yeah. might have been a little later by the time we got to Sabat Clans. Yeah, I learned everything I know about... This Dracula. one's 1995, copyright. Yeah, it is. I learned everything I, I know about Dracula and the world of darkness from playing Transylvania Chronicles. And was, I mean, I got to, I have to, I have to do it someday. And again, it was my friend, my friend John's particular flavor of the, the Transylvania right. Chronicles. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it was 100% canon. Sure. Um, sure. I know one thing that was canon that we did with Dracula that we probably shouldn't have done that we're supposed to not do actually was kill 100 kids. Oh, that's given you that that option is given to you in the books, and then you guys yeah. were like, "Yeah, we'll do that. Like, we can we we'll can get you a hundred kids." <laughs> Pretty much, 
<laughs> this is why like people look at people who play these games and they go, what the hell is wrong with yeah, with you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Dracula presented this to us as like, well, he's like, well, I ha-, he's like, well, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this because if I do this, uh, if I don't do this, then the demon who lives beneath the 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 earth of Transylvania will grow stronger. Um, and if I do do this, then I'll get stronger and I'll be able to stop the demon. And we were like, well, we don't want a demon taking over Transylvania. Mm. Do you reckon he was telling the truth about the demon? Yeah, we probably should have considered if he was telling the truth or not. A or if he just <laughs> wanted to have a hundred kids for dinner. No, the, the demon was real. The demon was real. I'm going to be like, I'm going to talk to some. The next time someone comes over, I'm going to be like, look, there's a demon. I need 100 beers. It was... If... <laughs> It was it was a bit of it was one of those trolley trolley problems and like right, yeah, one, yeah 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 like on one trolley was like was like the demon eats all of Transylvania and on the other trolley was a hundred kids so we were like Dracula eats a hundred kids yeah I need a hundred beers or the demon will eat all also, the beers in the state. Also, also he he assured us that that he was doing this ritual in such a way that it was only innocent so that when they died their souls would go straight to heaven. And we were like, okay, well, oh, that sounds real. That sounds like very nice on the part of old <laughs> Vlad Shepes. Yeah, that sounds like he was really being an old sweetheart on that one. When a big softy. Yeah, and you know what's funny? We had like five players, right? Yeah. Um, so four players were like, "This doesn't sound great, but okay." And one player, the Torador, who uh-huh. had actually who had actually been a lover of Dracula oh. at some. During the during the chronicle, was like, "What the hell is the matter with all of you? Don't do it! Don't yes. no! Don't do this! Don't do it!" We should have listened to him. We really should have. And that could kind of have been the name of the chronicle: is we should have listened. We should have listened to this. Guy. We should have listened to the Torador. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. He was he was the moral conscience of the entire group. You know, he really was, and we we probably should have listened to him more. <laughs> But then that is that's a vampire game for you is the tragedy exactly, of lost yeah. humanity. Yeah. You know. It's just, you know, I re- I'm treating my campaign like a like a horror TV show. That's what nice. I wanted to kind of feel like. Good, good. And you know, we're t- we do we talk about the most awful shit. And this book in particular this book in particular has made me think about how my mom and uh, it has made me wonder how my parents interpreted my behavior in high school with all of this because I've turned the page and I've looked at the actual image that my mom might have seen and been like, what the fuck is wrong with David? Yes, the Dr. Toten fans here. Yes. Yes. Is Toten Tans, is that some kind of German word for giant knockers? Like, no, Toten <laughs> like Grand Tetons? Toten Tans means death dance. Oh, no. That's not as fun. Um, this is another boob illustration that we're looking yes. at. Yes, yeah. and she's wearing. She's got. She's got swastikas on her on her oh, tits. Yeah. Oh boy. And, and, uh, and uh, her knuckles and, and all her over nu- her. And, yeah. <laughs> Nazi iron crosses and big Nazi hat and like a long forked tongue and crazy vampire eyes. Yeah, she's. She looks like you know. She looks like a bad um, Nazi dominatrix. But also Anasarasu slash Zemisi. Yeah. Like like all these John Cobb illustrations, yes. And she's John terrible. Cobb is incredible. She's, she's um she's a terrible she's a terrible Nazi. She was she was a Nazi in the Third Reich and she did horrible race experiments in the SS. 
Well, that's yep. terrible. What a terrible lady. She's a terrible lady. And then uh, we have a guy with a lot of arms living in India. Yep. Seems like the place to go if you're going to have a lot of arms and haunt people. If you're going to, like, graft six extra arms onto your body. Real Elden Ring kind of thing to do. Yeah. And that's it. Those are the famous Zemish, and those are the templates. And uh, I love how the character sheets sort of, as these books came out, they got a little more... Although, even you know what? This character sheet, the templates have the little space for what path, but the character sheet in the back of the book has the check marks of humanity or path. Not a lot of Zemish are on the path of humanity. Nope. Not a lot of them. They, it really isn't their style. It might, it would really be almost a kaitif thing to do it. But the, even though it has the humanity checkbox, the virtues still say callousness, instinct, morale. Oh, yeah. Virtues. Oh, it man, is, I forgot about the virtues in this old game. That was so weird. Yeah. They got, they, got, they got rid of those later, too, where yeah. they, they, made them, they made them more complicated. So it was like if you if you were on certain paths, you would have callousness. You got to choose a certain company. yeah. And you would have self-control or instinct, yep. and it would work slightly different ways. And Boy. I think they just drop they drop morale entirely, and they just left courage as a virtue for um, for everybody. Yep. It got that was one of the little systems that they tweaked basically every time. The I I mean that is really the the signature yeah. of of the 90s white wolf games the storyteller system was a wacky you, thing you, you have to have some kind of like humanity slash degeneration slash um uh morality uh mechanic yep you know even when it doesn't fucking make sense <laughs> like 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 werewolves, I guess. I don't think werewolves actually had that. I don't think werewolves had any kind of like degeneration mechanic. They had rage, but you could use rage for good things as well as bad things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I liked how they made rage, you know, it's kind of a two-edged sword if you played it as written, which we never did. We just used it for, to get extra actions. <laughs> this was just how many extra action points you had. Yeah. I'm... Did they? Yeah, you don't... Well, they they probably... I don't know. They didn't have, like, self-control courage and they didn't have those... those um, I think they may have had those... I'm not, I really can't recall. Well, I mean, we'll eventually talk about Werewolf. Werewolf 5 is coming out in August. How do you feel about that? I have no strong feelings one way or another, to be honest. I have Werewolf. incredibly strong feelings about Werewolf 5. Oh, my God. I know. You had, you, you, you had a much stronger love and connection for Werewolf than... I like than Werewolf. I yeah. Uh, uh, not to say that I hated Werewolf or anything, by all yeah. means, no. I, I, I did like Werewolf, but it, it never resonated with me the way I think it resonated with you. I like the umbral travel and the spirits and the worm. and the, I like I, wolves and the forest, so, you know. <laughs> I, did, I did love that. I did love how they developed and created the umbra. And I remember the first time I read their, their description of the umbra, I just did not understand it. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this yeah. book? What are they talking about? Why are werewolves going into mirrors like i thought they're supposed I, to you know be scary in the woods yeah and i just <laughs> i had to, i had to like read it a few times i had to like kind of have it explained to me to be like oh like it's a weird mirror shadow like parallel yeah. reality where was like, much more of a departure from any 
uh, movie or trope than vampire was. Yeah, it was a it was a weird thing that they stuck in there, and yeah. and I liked I liked that stuff, but I preferred to go at it from the mage angle because the mages mages had that had that uh, involvement with the spiritual realm too. Yeah, did they go to the umbra or did they go to some kind of upper umbra or both? Dude, they had a whole book where they where they evolved the whole concept of umbra and shadowlands. That'll be like, oh, there's this whole cosmology where it's like, okay, yeah. there's the real, there's the real solid world, and there are three different. There's the what they call the pen umbra, yeah, which is that's the mirror. That's just like looking at the auras of people or whatever. Oh, and then, oh, and yeah, or the or yeah, but then but then there are three umbras. There's the lower umbra, the middle umbra, and then there's the higher umbra, and they were all aspected toward different kind of things. Like the lower umbra were the race, yeah. and it was aspected towards towards like death, and the Do middle you... umbra, which was the werewolves, and aspected towards like um uh like nature. And, the spirits and, of um, the earth and yeah, spirits yeah. of the earth and the high umbra, which was which was aspected strongly towards humanity and human ideas and and human minds and and sort of higher what 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 people might call higher ideals. Yeah, you know. Do you know what book that was? I don't think that's the Velvet Shadow. I think they originally the Velvet Shadow was the first werewolf books about that. The Mage books where they really developed that cosmology, I think, was the Book of the War, uh, the Book of Worlds. Cool. There's so much old stuff I gotta look up. I got a bag of old stuff from Pete. I'm so excited. The Risen book is in there. Oh, the Risen, the Vampire Risen. Revised is in there. Rage Risen was Revised the crow. Yeah, Risen, Risen was, was the crow. crow. Yeah, I like how they wrote Risen too because it was just a thin little book, and they basically said like, Risen does not make sense for a long-term game, guys. Yeah. You you, Risen a Risen game is like. Is like meant to be a really short game where you where you get up out of the ground and you are driving your body with this intense like emotion that cannot be stopped. Um, you gotta take your revenge and settle your yeah, shit because you're gonna exactly collapse as soon as someone catches your crow. Yeah. Um, and even if someone doesn't, like you, seriously can't keep this shit up for more than a few days tops, and then you're done. And you and like. You know, I, f- I forget. Like I remember, like under the race rules, it was you paid some kind of horrific price, probably, for for doing it. I can't wait to look at it. I love all the weird, like sub race, the small splats, and the weird little mini races that came out. I say this, I've said this a couple times, but yeah. around that time, I really I like the weird little races and reading about other creatures you might encounter. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. That was the Zanish. Any I'm other any other Zamishi thoughts? Zami cease. Zam Shamash. Yeah, I don't know. I just I love the monsters, the flesh yeah. monsters. They're so fucking cool and gross. I love it. Just, just the worst body horror. Just yeah. Um buy it in a little black bag. So funny. <laughs> Before Black Dog even existed. Yeah. The black plastic bag, like pornography. Yeah, I saw a note that said, like, some places, like, it was in a brown paper bag or something. That's so I guess funny. It, I guess it depended on the store and depending yeah. on where it was. Where it was, where it was distributed, yeah. Incredible. Um, they shouldn't have let us play with this shit. <laughs> we had a lot of 18-up games when we were, like, 15. 
You know, I remember going to see Terminator 2 when it came out, and I must have been like 14 or 13. Yep, um, for but, sure, totally. At the new at the Newtown, um, whatever last, they no, call it, the main I was street in, place. Well, I was living in Singapore at the time. Oh, my, oh, holy shit. Oh, man. My parents took me to see it. Cool. You know? Oh, yeah, I mean, mine too, but I mean, I was, you know, like, young. Yeah. But, like, here's the thing. Like, I remember in Singapore... Um, like stuff that was violent, like R rated for violence in the US was not R rated for violence in Singapore. They would only rate stuff R in Singapore if it had Boots. sex tits. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But at the same time, they'd also edited, the, edited all that stuff out. So I definitely remember going to, going to see a couple movies and then just like seeing like a literally just a black screen for five seconds and hearing some moaning and some some shuffling around and some body stuff happening and then <laughs> and then the, and then the movie continues that's great just you know clumsily edited out like okay whatever not even not even actually cut out like the way they would do for like a movie clip or something right or, exactly or like, or like, or like a tv edit or something like that yeah just, just leave the audio there but yeah just block the screen out, cover the projector for and for the scene, and then yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, maybe possibly very literally. There's some guy very, right there with a card. Yeah, it, it could easily have. Like honestly, I don't even remember. Who knows? Just, I mean, yeah, in was, the early '90s, who the hell knows? Yeah, what was going like, on? I lived in Singapore from like 1990, like 1990, 1988 or '89 to like 1992. So, you know, yeah, weird. Yeah funny stuff yeah i don't know i look at this stuff and i'm like yeah it should not see this stuff but at the same time i got a seven-year-old and he, he grows up in the city you know sure. in new york city he hears and sees all kinds of stuff and it's just like lately he has, he's on a kick he, he's he's like he, he got a funko pop that looks like like this from like five finger death punch the band <laughs> <laughs> There's like a little dude with like a skull for a head, like biting on a knuckle, you know, biting on like some brass knuckles and there's blood on his face. And it's like, he looks scary and badass. He's like, you know, like he loves these, like, I'm going to name stuff like killer. Oh yeah, and, sure. Yeah. He's like, he's, I'm like, you're seven and a half years old kid. You don't really know what death and kill means, but okay. I understand. Like, this is the stuff that thinks that you think is cool. And like, of course, fucking like, what am I going to say? Like when I was seven, this is exactly what I was thought was cool too. For sure. For sure. You know, for yeah. sure. You know, I went through, a, we, my wife and I went through a very short period where we were like, no guns. You can't okay. give them gun toys. You can't give them sure. gun stuff. He was like two or three or something like that. Yeah. You know what happens? He picks up a, he picks up sticks that have a little bend on them and goes, bang, bang, it's a gun. Yeah, man. He takes a that's toy right. that's like, yeah. he takes a toy that's like a microphone stand for like a karaoke thing and he takes the microphone off it and like pulls it off the stand thing so it's like a long stick and he's like, it's my sword, it's my gun. Yeah, I remember doing very similar shit and my mom being like, no guns, don't you, don't pretend guns. Yeah, um, and eventually, and eventually we we're just like, okay, no, it doesn't matter. You can't, it doesn't matter. This is, this is, it's in the culture. It's in, it's in, it's in kids. Like, yeah, young kids have like, yeah. And boys especially, but girls too, that you have aggression. You have it's it's natural. I mean you just It's good uh, to get it out. It, you know, it is probably it's probably it's great just, that we spent high school talking about slitting people's throats so that we were able to get it out. Yeah. Probably good. Probably very healthy that we spent high school talking about cannibalizing 
other vampires yeah. and torturing people for yeah. hours. Writing stories about people chopping yeah. each other's heads off. Right. Very. Uh, at least we, you know what? It's you got it. You got to get that aggression out somehow. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, yeah. I'm half serious, but I, but that half is serious. Yeah. No. Exactly. It's it's a weird thing. It is a weird dichotomy because I see it. I know killing is wrong. I I I would never do that in real life. I would have a horror of it. It would be like I don't think I could really force myself to do it unless it was like really do or die. What's your favorite thing to do to relax? Play a video game that involves killing a bunch of people. Yeah, all all the well, yeah, all of them. I like, 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 I wouldn't say like every single game I like like I've ever played. Or, I was or hoping like, you were gonna say Hitman involves killing, but yeah, no, seriously, the games <laughs> I the games I'm playing lately, Hitman, Red Dead Redemption. Oh yeah, uh, you know Stellaris and Crusader Kings. You know. And even these tragedy games that, that you don't like see the killing, but it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I just wipe, you know, I'm just wiping out some races. Wiping out these villages, get rid of you these know, guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. Army, you know, crushing armies and, you know, slaughtering all of the, all of the soldiers. Yeah. This is happening. But it's like, I would never do this in real life. Of course not. That's why you're doing it at night yeah. on the computer. I mean, that's, yeah. And then that's kind of, it's almost obvious. Yeah, again, it's and it's like well-adjusted people understand the difference between fantasy and reality, you know? Yep. You can watch you can watch Game of Thrones and kind of cheer for people who are awful, or you can watch Succession and cheer for people who are awful or whatever and, and see horrible acts perpetuated on people and be like, wow, that's terrible, but also still watch it and still be like, I'm okay with watching this as entertainment. Um, whereas if you showed somebody a snuff film, yeah, you know, all like, I'm sure 99% of the people who are totally down for watching Game of Thrones and watching people getting chopped up in Game of Thrones, you know, if you told them this is an actual snuff film of an actual person getting tortured and killed, they would be like, no, get the fuck out of my house. Like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) All the FBI. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah change your life kind of shit being exposed to it yeah so most people are re- well we hope that most people are reasonable yeah. <laughs> i don't know um I, I can i can be optimistic about people's human human nature sometimes and i think i try of, I, I can I try. try yeah so but yeah it's fantasy guys this game is fantasy <laughs> <sighs> That's the good to tell story. Yeah, that there it is. Yeah, yeah. it's good to tell stories. And, but also, uh, also remember their stories. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That there you go. That's it. Yeah. All right. Next week, the La Sombra. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Also, not werewolves. Your favorite also, one? Also, one of my favorite clans, and I, I remember be, this being one of my favorite clan books too. Oh, not interesting. Just, not just because it's dark theme. So it's uh, easier it's easier on the eyes to read. Oh, is it white on black? Yeah, it's white That's, print on black pages. Oh boy, I wonder how I'm gonna feel about the scan. Maybe I'm gonna find out right now. La Sombra first edition. Uh, I don't know about the scan. I, I still got the book. And I mean I I joke, obviously, because when it comes to printing books, printing a book in black with white it's letters. Ridiculous. What a ridiculous thing to do. In in the nineties? 
That's, it must cost, like it literally probably cost. How did three, they do this? It probably cost three times as much <laughs> to, to waste all this black ink. This what is wacky. Fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. The whole book's like this. The scan looks great. Uh, yeah. I can't believe they printed this like this. Is the, Spectres, the... is the Spectres book printed like this? I don't know. Some of the Wraith books might be like this too. Yeah, that I really, it's insane. Like people, this is like, this, this is, is high, high quality printing, to be honest. An it's amazing an amount of ink, like the, the multiplier, how much more ink is used to print something like this than to print I, letters. Right, and I joke insane. about it because dark, dark mode is a thing on screens. It's not right. a thing on paper because it's not light shining into your eyes. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's just, you're looking at a at a piece of, paper you know so light is fine we'll like, see how i feel after reading this but i i feel like this might have even annoyed me on paper in the 90s i loved it i loved it so much I, i'm glad i think that's so great yeah this is my favorite clan or one of any okay but potentially your favorite Essentially, my favorite clan. My favorite, like, if I was gonna play a Sabat game, like, like one hundred percent, I'd, I'd, I'd always try to play Les Lumber first. I, I kind of don't I, really I, know a lot about their whole shtick, other than that they're, you know, the Shadow Lords. I really I don't know anything I, about their deal at all. So I'm your, excited to read your, this. Your signature Les Lumber was not, not, a, not very Les Lumber. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I, yeah, it was really just I was like, you just like yeah. Top Generation, which yeah, is fair. I think that's Top Generation yeah. is cool. I feel like it was, there was a certain point towards the end of our high school careers where I was kind of like, well, I'm going to start just making characters of clans I've never played, and I wouldn't really do the research. And that's where Lester kind of came from. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, of course it is. That's totally fine. It's one thing, I mean, because that's the thing, too. You, we joke about, we talk about, and that's the whole point of these clan books is that, you know, when the clans are published, you look at the clans and it's like, there's like two pages or three pages in the vampire book about them sure, and then yeah. other stuff you know sort of scattered throughout the fiction of the book and the and the in the margins and you read between the lines when they describe the disciplines and how the clans use stuff like that but you know um the clan books are supposed to show you a bunch of different ways characters to that interpret, end up in the yeah. because again like i said like the vampire embrace is a thing that you do and it's a conscious decision and your own DNA and your own personality might have nothing to do with your child. Like right. they get your clan bane, your clan weakness, they get your clan disciplines. Um, but, you know, in mechanical terms, that's it. You know, they don't get, you know, and if you, and if you embrace them and then walk away, you know, basically make them a kaitev or, you know, if not a kite, if you leave them, you leave them your Gangrel handbook to say like, here's right? Yeah, the deal. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the, yeah. Here's the deal. Oh, Figure yeah. it out. You know. Good luck. <laughs> you, you I'm rooting the... for you, kid. <laughs> um, that person might not have anything to do with the stereotype of the clan or the personality of the clan or the history of the clan or whatever. They totally. might just random fucking person with some totally different proclivities and personality or whatever that just runs so counter to what you normally think of the clan. Lester was kind of like that. Yep. Lester was a shadow monster who lives under the bridge. Under a bridge. That's exactly, that was his concept was like bridge monster or something like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was. He was a monster. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah. But you know what? Lester had a connection to the Sombra that you made without even realizing it, that he oh. was a creature of the water and the darkness. The water, and the really? And the Sombra make a deal out of that. The, they, they connect the abyss of obtenebration with the ocean. Oh, interesting. All right. You know, and if that sounds weird, think about the ocean at night. It's very think- scary. Think about the only time a vampire ever interacts with the ocean, of course, because yeah. it can't come out during the day. It's nighttime. This black mass. Yeah. This black, you know. Forbidding the, the, black mass. Yeah, the, 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 I think there's some famous phrase about the wine-dark sea. Yes, sure. You know? A lot um, of vampires dislike water strongly. Maybe not in this game, but a lot of in other games and other types of vampires. Some of them mm-hmm. won't even go out in the rain let alone mm-hmm. go near the ocean. Yeah. That's sort of I, what I was thinking about with Lester. Yeah, yeah running water. Because he, he had zero appearance. I, I don't know if it was a deformity flaw. I think he took a deformity flaw. Yeah. He, was, he was very Nosferatu-y. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember, like, you know, there's so many vampires that are cross, can't cross running water. In yep, rifts, exactly. In, oh. in rifts, the vampires mm-hmm. um, uh, take damage from running water so badly that um, things like squirt guns are viable weapons against monsters that are normally immune to like you know armor cracking tank weapons that's pretty funny that's pretty funny yeah yeah so like rifts is this ridiculous over the top um everything uh, is here everything's here kitchen sink far future meets magic kind of setting and everybody's walking around with like like blaster pistols that can knock down buildings and um you know driving power armor that are you know equivalent to like you know entire tank battalions from the 21st century or whatever um and vampires are 100 percent immune to any damage that isn't sunlight or um like running water 100 percent immune bullets or, missiles like, bounce like uh sorry like wood they like oh. mistakes but like you can you can you can like modify like your railgun to fire wooden flechettes or something <laughs> that, uh i'm not i mean i don't i'm not a physicist like just little little chunks of metal and wood together or something i guess okay there's wooden splinters in the lead yeah yeah <laughs> or like lead lead inside the wooden splinter or something like that i guess i feel like the wood would break apart in flight from a rail gun but whatever yeah i don't think i think launching wood out of any kind of projectile yeah yeah, weapon other than a crossbow would (laughs) but it's yeah crossbows are good aside from shit like that there's of course also magic oh sure Um, yeah you know um you know magicians can summon balls of sunlight that are actually counts as real against vampire stuff like that um yeah no the vampires in in the vampires and rifts are all bad. The va- it's like the vampires and rifts. It's like when when you become a vampire, your soul gets hot, your soul gets eaten, and your yeah. body gets hollowed out, and you become a par- you become a, a a vessel for a parasitic monster from another dimension. Oh yeah, not even like a demon from hell. It's actually a dimensional. Well, demons, demons from hell, other dimensions. Hell is well, just whatever. Di- yeah, okay. And rifts, and rifts, hell is just another dimension. Sure. I mean, it might be several dimensions actually, but yeah. 
That sounds several dimensions sounds more correct. Yeah. There's a bunch there's a bunch of hell dimensions. There's a bunch of dimensions that are not actually hell but that are pretty unpleasant. You know, for everybody except the ruling class or you know <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of dimensions like that, including the one that we live in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Maybe We'll Talk, a podcast on the internet where people talk to one another. Uh, yeah, that was that. There's the content for the week. Um, well, actually, maybe not. Maybe there will be one more. Um, things were a little bit out of order this week. Normally, we do the vampire one first, but uh, yeah, like I said, things have been a little bit out of whack, and I'm catching up, and I am gonna. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Because I'm going to be putting together a, a summer schedule. Hopefully, maybe. Well, maybe not. Uh, by the next time we talk. We'll see. But, yeah, I'll kind of I'll know what's going on. And I'll, like I say every time, I really want to update the website. But, yeah, there may even be another vampire episode this week. Uh, I got to take a look at... We, yeah, I have a, a recording of me sitting down and making a character with one of my players and we'll see if that gets edited down to a segment next week or a whole episode within the next few days but anyway yeah uh, i think we've settled down pretty good to three episodes a week uh obviously we'll be talking to alex and michelle and saint again next week well i think michelle the the, the middle member is sort of rotating again we're going to talk to p well we'll see jesus I don't know why I have to, I guess I get to the end and I start just explaining my process, but that website that I keep mentioning that I want to update, a lot of this is stuff that I've been thinking about while listening to this and editing out little bits and tweaking little things. Um, C-U-Y-A-D-K dot TV, that's C as in cat, U as in uvula, Y as in your mom. A as in apostrophe, D as in dinosaur, K as in Kevin. I hate the fact that the word crustacean popped into my mind. Dot TV, C-U-Y-A dot, damn, C-U-Y-A-D-K dot TV, Koya DK dot TV. There you can find a link to my Discord where you can talk to us about books and Vampire the Masquerade and this podcast and whatever. Uh, you can get a link to my Etsy where you can buy some soap from me, uh, Patreon, uh, you can, yeah, support me on Patreon, you can get links to all my other social stuff, and, uh, yeah, and hopefully eventually information about this podcast, so that's one of the main main reasons I want to update it, but I'm going to be updating with my schedule and when I'll be live on Twitch and when I'll be posting these episodes, because, yeah, we were doing vampire something and then eye of the world and then i wanted and then i was like well i want to edit the eye of the world one when i'm a little more fresh but it, you know what i you know what everyone there will be a schedule there is a website come take a look come talk to me on discord thank you so much who's playing us out is it thrash is flash is flashes it's it's late. I'm tired. My mouth has stopped working. Thrash, please, please, please play us out now.